Wrote this shit January 21. Baby girl had to run. I'll be back a couple months. Kendall turned 21. Was up the street with 21. They can see me online, but they won't see me on the ones. I got Dubai plates in the California state. I got a waiting at my place. I got no baby on the wait. I'm talking baby like stunner. I'm talking baby like face. Lost millions in the past. I'm talking maybe like eight. Couple niggas from the city wishing on the stock and they be like Drake. Sorry, no, not today. You gotta find your own way. Big dog from the six. I'm talking dog like Nate. My shit be raw out the gate. I don't need another tape. 40 guy house on the lake. I ain't know we had a lake. She complaining how I'm late. I ain't know it was a date. Niggas see me in person first thing they say, I know you need a break. Hell no, nah, I feel great. Ready now why wait? Like a kiss from a rose, I could be the one to see your whole fate. So be careful what you think. Think about what you gon' say. Gotta deal with people straight. I got my 23s laced. It's a marathon, not a sprint, but I still gotta win a race. Yeah. And I'm convinced. I made sacrifices, I've been ballin' ever since. We seein' so many blessings, shit don't make no sense. Someone watching over us, so shot goes out to him. Yeah, I'm convinced. I made sacrifices, I've been ballin' ever since. Yeah, I did some wrong, I had no trust in my defense. Someone watching over us, so shot goes out to Yo, peace, peace. This is Remy Supreme, and you're now listening to the first episode of the Flyer Population Podcast. This session features my sister Gabby and my brothers from another mother, Marcel, and Jeff, who joins us a little later. We talk about a bunch of different stuff, like self-confidence in women, to the evolution of human consciousness, and also what were some of the best song or album releases of 2017, among many other things. It is our first ever podcast, so we did go a little longer than we intended, but it is filled with amazing conversation from beginning to end. So feel free to spread listening to this podcast throughout the week while you're on your way to work, exercising, or cooking and doing stuff around the house. We really appreciate you taking out the time to give us a listen, and please, 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 let us know what you think. The good, the bad, and the what does. This is episode one of the Fire Population Podcast. Enjoy. And I'm convinced, I made sacrifices, I've been balling ever since. We seeing so many blessings, shit don't make no sense. Someone watching over us, so shot goes out to him. Yeah. I'm convinced. I made sacrifices, I've been balling ever since. Yeah, I did some wrong, I had no choice in my defense. Someone watching over us, so shot goes out. I was stealing from a bitch, back when I was 21. My favorite gun was a fig, 20 in the clip, hit one. Growing up, I was a running back, you never made me run one. I got shot, sweat, started running. The shit was red like hunt. I'm kicking pimping like I punt, but don't you think shit's sweet? I'm talking sweet, them meat. I'm talking sweet like he sleep. Like he sleep. We ain't doing too much talking. Huh? I'm talking about talking like a speech. Like the president, I kill a meat. I'm talking neat like freak. I'm talking neat like fleek. I'm talking neat like a geek. You come with beef, I eat the beef. I'm talking beef, spelling B. Double lard, that's a rose. Painted yellow like it's dairy. I'm talking rose like dairy. I'm talking rolls like a belly. Like a new car, I got two keys. Trying to score the bucket like a Chevy C. Then I heard they've been pulling all week. I'm gonna use your name like, who is he? You get it? <laughs> I said, I'm gonna use a name like, who is he? Got some gold on, leprechaun sheets. Deep sleep, short for deceased. Bitch, bells along the paddock. I'm talking paddock, I meant paddock. Don't try to take it, I got guns. 
I'm talking guns, not pellets. I watch the game from the floor. I'm talking wood, first match. I'm talking wood, pants down. I'm talking woods like them clowns. I got my meat off a monkey. I'm talking monkey like your monkey. All your diamonds partly sunny. I'm talking sunny like the sunny. My diamonds wet, it cost me money. I'm talking wet like it's running. I'm talking wet like Katrina. I'm talking wet like the sunny. And I'm convinced I make sacrifices. I've been balling ever since. We seeing so many blessings, shit don't make no sense. Someone watching over us, so shot goes out to him. Yeah, I'm convinced I make sacrifices. I've been balling ever since. Yeah, I did some wrong. I had no choice in my. All right, let's get it. We here. We here. We here. Spire <laughs> <laughs> Population Podcast. It's your boy Remy Supreme. Gabzilla. Marcel. Hey, hey, we out here. We out here. So let's just keep it simple. Get straight to it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do the what's really good segment. And yeah, so I'm gonna start with that off then. Uh, I'm gonna introduce myself again. I'm Remy Supreme. It's a Fire Population Podcast. Shit, it's the first of the year, 2018, January 1st. We out here. Yes. Um, shit, that's what's really good. <laughs> that's what's really good. Niggas is drunk, niggas is snoring, so don't don't mind men's in the background. <laughs> Man's never hot. Man's never hot <laughs> in the background. Snoring. Cozy up. season. It's like 4:13 a.m. I mean, but, hey, it's the first day of the year. We out here. We starting new beginnings. New goals. Doing new things out here together, you know? Word. So, it's a blessing to be here together. Facts. We got to appreciate it. Big facts. Big facts. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, let's get into the, t- the I'm tight slash heated moment. <laughs> Shit. Anybody want to start with that? Anybody got any super I'm tight moments of this week? What show is Gabby? Well, um, I think something that kind of um, has been on my mind a little bit lately um, has been Snapchat and, um, you know, social media and the filters and, you know, women just being so, um, I guess, normalizing, just always having a different face on and just being like very rejective of their own natural self. And always, you know, choosing a different, different filter, a different face other than who they truly are online. I mean, obviously, you know, Snapchat is not really that serious. Like, it's just a little social media. But when you see it day to day, all day, it's like you see this woman with this filter, you see this woman with that filter. And it's like, why is everyone just like rejecting their, their own true self? So you don't use filters? I do from time to time, but... On a regular basis, like if I post a picture or if I post a video, like it's going to be me on my own. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to be me with a flower crown. It's not going to be me with dog ears or lamb ears, like something f- foolish. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like Word. I just feel like women are normalizing these things. But it's like if you really take the time to look at the bigger picture and it's like how come like so many people are so accustomed to just like rejecting their own self to pick something that's not even natural not real you know what i mean Lord. on a regular basis like day to day all day so like i said you know people can take social media how they choose it's n- it's not serious to some people but i feel like when you see it on a regular basis it kind of is a little alarming 
Right? Because, all right, well, I might not take social media that seriously, but to these people, it may be more serious because they don't even want to post a video. They can't even post a picture of themselves without having a little filter on to feel like a little more confident or feel a little more enhanced. Right. To feel more comfortable posting themselves online unless they have this altered image of themselves, you know? So what's your thoughts on makeup? Makeup is the same thing. Like me personally, like if I go to work, if I go out, if I'm going to put on makeup, it's because I'm like, you know, what? let me just have a little, a little oomph. But from day to day, like I don't wear makeup because I feel like it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to sit here and, you know, put all this extra stuff on to paint this image of myself. That's not natural. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like from day to day, I can go out the way I am. and I'm going to be happy. That's tight. But people don't feel that way about themselves. Word. I and that. I don't blame people for wanting to enhance themselves to be more comfortable, more happy. But it's like, don't let society tell you how you should look or what your face should look like. You should be happy. Like, look at Alicia Keys. She doesn't wear makeup. She looks beautiful every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you have to accept yourself the way you are. Like, Not everybody is as fine as Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys is naturally fine. That is a fact. But at the same time, women are beautiful just the way they are, in my opinion. Yes. Do you have any yes. ideas on how... Women that aren't as popular as, or let me say, as commonly beautiful, like they don't have that common beautiful look. What would you suggest they do to boost their confidence? What do you, what do you claim to be a, a common beautiful look? Being light skin, having nah, fine nah, hair. Not even that. Not even that. But like, there's people who are just particularly different looking, and that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't that's different looking. I'm not gonna say what specifically because <clears throat> I'm not. I don't want to say one specific look is ugly. You know what I mean? But they, some people just have a particular look about them. So if they know that, they recognize that, and that's what they that's what caused them to be insecure or whatever, how would you suggest they gain that confidence to not have to? No, I don't believe in that. I feel like everyone is built differently. Like, I feel like society has built, like, people to cater towards lighter skin Word. or finer hair. Word. And it's just now, like, in 2017, 2016, people are like, oh, you know what? I'm going to embrace my African roots, you know, Black, my black Nubian queen, blah, 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 you know, and your natural hair. All of a sudden, everyone wants to, like, fetishize being natural, being dark, you know, Mm -hmm. having those nappy roots. But in reality, it's like all of the shades, all of the the textures, the skin colors, it's all beautiful. You know, and it's like these images that people have painted for themselves to be beautiful has come from someone else. No, I mean, like, you have allowed someone else to give you the idea of what beauty is. Let someone else define beauty. Exactly. But it's like, we have, we all are beautiful in our own different shades, our own different colors. So it's like, you have to look at what you have. And the person who might be lighter might be like, you know, I wish I had her darker skin color. Mm -hmm. I wish I was tan like her. I wish I didn't have to wait until June to be dark like her. You know what I mean? It's like, Everyone can take a little bit from the other side. The grass is always greener. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the way you can look at it. So you just have to look at what you have and just flaunt it. Like, this is who you are. This is who you're going to be. Like, embrace it. Like, you're beautiful just the way you are. Like, go out the way you are. You don't need that highlighter. You don't need blush. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you also said, like, the grass is always greener, but I feel like the grass is never greener. It's just grass. Yeah. It's exactly. It's the same. Like, you might think that has, like, oh, lovely grass. Mm-hmm. They got some dark stuff in them. Right. Well, so. Like, people can look at me and be like, oh, my God, Gabby, I love your skin. I love your hair texture. Oh, my God, where are you from? And then I can look at someone else and be like, oh, my God, I love your hair. I love your skin. You know, so it's like you can always look at someone else and wish you had something that they had. And then they can always look at you the same way. But I feel like, you know, the beauty of life is just to embrace who you are, embrace what you have in front of you. You know, accept the things that you cannot change and, you know, try to fix the things that you, you can change. But damn, bro, you out here with the Facebook statuses on. on and I don't want to be a, a cliche, you know, person, but nah, it's, yeah. it's it's real. Yeah, you talking real though. You talking, you real. know, talking like real. don't let <laughs> someone definitely, else. That definitely sounded like mad Facebook status. I know, right? But you deep, bro. You pulling that out of your head, so that that means you deep. Like you woke, bro. Right? Like you can't change your skin color. You can't change your hair texture. You cannot change the the bags on your eyes. You can't change a lot of the freckles, anything like that. Like, just enjoy the beauty of yourself and who you are, you know. And then, like, someone else is going to see you embracing your beauty and they're going to love that about you. Or you know what I mean? You have to be confident power. about yourself. Yeah. You got to love yourself. And then someone's going to love you. If you don't respect yourself, if you don't love yourself, no one's going to do the same. If they can see that you don't have that in yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Just be who you are. You know, you don't need the eyeshadow. You need that concealer. Go out with the, your baggy eyes and your your dark circles and your nappy hair. Like, this is who I am. You can either accept it or you can keep it moving. You know? Big you facts. Don't ha- you don't have to set yourself to someone else's standards. I also feel like finding your own glow. Right. You know, I was like, I, was, I feel like this is glow season. This is it. You yeah. Like, you got to find whatever makes you happy and do that. And guess what? Whatever, when people see you happy... They, they see they're gonna the attach to it. And then they look at that as beauty. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, you're yeah, going to see you having definitely. a good time. They're going to see you being happy, embracing life. It's just like when someone say, um, you know, when someone's in a relationship, they have all these people trying to get at them because mm-hmm. they look right. confident. They right. look good. Right. They're not worried. But what if the person's not in a relationship and they don't look good? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is like how about except for just being with someone so we could kinda look like we're good, how about we're good dolo? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like just like um like rappers and all these superstars. The reason why people are so drawn to them because these people are having fun, mm-hmm. they're living their life and they're glowing. Mm-hmm. People love people that glow. So find whatever it is that make you glow. I think that would make people beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I'll be looking mm-hmm. at, you know, the Instagram mm-hmm. stuff and it'd be like, if the girls are like, they don't have like the big breasts, but they'll show their butt. Mm-hmm. Right. And the ones who don't have a butt, but they'll show, show their breasts. breasts. Yeah. So right. like they, they take whatever that they, they got and work with it. Right. And I think that's also. Make something out of nothing. Right. right. Work with anyway. what you got. Work yeah. with what you got. But that's another good point. You speaking of Instagram and social media, I feel like that also is another thing that plays into people Perception. just rejecting themselves and just being depressed. I feel like social media literally is like aimed to make you depressed because you're constantly comparing yourself to someone else. You know what I mean? It's like even with the the girls, like I look at people like <clears throat> Miracle Watts, Bernice Burgos. You know, all these women online that are like have social statuses and they look beautiful and they're with Drake and their front cord and la 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 la. And then you sit and think like, what are this? What are they even doing? 
what is their talent? How did they get here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you're still like, you know, I'm pissed off <laughs> because I don't have these Louboutins. I'm not sitting, you're not floor you know, seats. floor seats. But it's like, you're really thinking like, what does this person even do to get here? But you're already comparing yourself. You know what? They're here and here I am at the bottom. It's like you're constantly comparing yourself. It's like you don't even know what this person has been through to get to this point. Mm-hmm. You don't even know what goes on behind these pictures that they're posting online, making it seem like they're living this luxurious life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're already like, you know what? My life is trash <laughs> because I'm, I'm not living the same life. I feel like I'm not living front, you know, front seat and first class. But it's like you don't know the truth. I feel like the best the best person that keeps it in perspective or the best person to look at is DJ Khaled because that's one oh, person yes. who has literally grind for like 10, 15 years mm-hmm. and he's just now getting the fruits of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can tell by the way he's enjoying life. Yeah. It's like it's all... It's not new to him. Like he's definitely still been had money. He's definitely been had like riches Even recently and he had a hard time too. Oh, really? You know, the Birdman situation. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ross has been well, talking not about. trying to say Birdman or whatever, but, you know, he Birdman said that he lost, he lost, his, he lost mad money. money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Ross put it on blast. like, And, and that's the craziest part, too, because you never heard Khaled say a thing about that. You would have never heard Khaled talking about it until Ross put it on blast. I never heard Khaled say anyone's name, but I remember beginning of the Snapchat, he would say stuff like, you know, it's been times where... I had to put my house in the line. Mm-hmm. I had to put a lot of stuff on the line mm-hmm. because I was I was I was I was down bad. Because it had then to be now it adds up. They. But anyway, what were you saying, no bird? My bad. No, no, that's just it. That was that's all I was pretty much saying. It's like he he's just like that great example of like success isn't overnight. You know what I'm saying? Like success isn't anything that just happens from your looks. You know what I mean? Like even though it looks like it, it happened real easy for certain people, like there's there's always a. a there's always a lot of effort put into it. There's always a lot of hard work put into it. And I think Cal is one of the people that shows it. He's genuine about it. Like even when he's working out and shit, like that nigga will work out for a couple months, that nigga will stop, and you know he's not working out. You know what I mean? But at least he comes when he comes back with it, he's focused. He's so focused. <laughs> I'm so focused. <laughs> he's eating, right? <laughs> he's like he's real realistic, you know what I'm saying? And he's like super positive too. Like even though he went through all that bullshit, we never knew about it. You know what I'm saying? Until other people put like the real shit to light. He's he's never talking bad about nobody. He's never like talking bad about himself. He's never negative. He's always like even before he blew up, you know what I'm saying? He always just had that good energy and shit. So remember when he was lost out in sea? Recent, did you guys see recently when he got stuck? Nah. He, like last, last week time. or like two weeks ago, he got stuck in these trees. He tried to like <laughs> jump over some branches in the water oh, and all that. He got <laughs> Tell Zazie we lost. Yeah, bro. He said, call who who has who has honey's who has honey's phone number? Someone call honey. Honey, honey, honey. <laughs> honey. <laughs> he said someone call un, honey. Un, 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 un. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it's like even like the worst time. Like it was literally like pitch black. This dude was like lost. Yeah, He's I remember like, that though. That's how he blew up. Yeah, that was hilarious, but it's like it's just a Something to remind you, like even in your darkest times, you just gotta stay positive. Mm. And I'm like, you don't get through it. You know, it's like just sitting and moping and being pity, pitiful for yourself. It's like, it's not I mean, that's a lot easier said than done. You know? mm-hmm. for real, for real. I mean, that's so. a fact. I understand, but it's like, where are you getting by? Like, oh my god, this is a horrible situation. God, I think, I think, what this, I do is, I think this is gonna be my segue to my tight, my slash heated moment of the week. Because like, I don't know, man, like. It's easy said, bro. Like it's easy said. Like yo, just be, just be happy. Like you know, it's it's hard right now. It's gonna get better. You know what I mean? Like in the moment, though, that like just hearing that shit is just like it makes it. 
I don't want to say it makes it worse. It sometimes it can be it a could. good reminder. You know what I mean? It can be a good reminder. It can be like a good refresher, something to keep in your mind. But then sometimes when you're hearing that shit, it's just like, bro, I don't want to. I don't even care about the future right now. Right now, I'm tripping about how I feel right now. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, I'm not fucking with this shit. Like right now, yeah, this shit sucks. You know I mean, what I'm not so much like you know, don't worry about it's gonna get better. Blah, blah, blah. But more so, like, instead of sitting in, like, in your sorrows and, like, being, you know, pitiful towards yourself, sit and think about, all right, what am I getting from this? Like, what is God trying to tell me in the situation? How am I going to move forward past this? Mm-hmm. What am I going to learn from the situation? You know what I mean? Because I feel like these things aren't thrown at you just for the hell of it. Right, like, all right. right, I got a car crash, but I'm going to move past it, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like, that feel like it's always a message, but you have to really sit and, like, think about what you are being taught in that predicament. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean because we both know someone who experienced like two or three car accidents within a month and a half. You're just like, month. oh, this fucking sucks. Oh, God hates me. You know, like... That doesn't like, make sense. Now, there's something, you're doing something wrong. There's something that needs to be like, changed. You need to really like look at the situation. Like, what did I do in the situation to get here? Mm-hmm. What can I do moving forward to avoid this happening? What can I learn, you know, to move past this this pattern of things happening to me that are unfortunate, you know? Yeah, that's, I agree. Like, I think that's always important. Like, that's what I try to do when I'm, when I'm like fucked up, you know what I'm saying? I feel like there's always, when you're fucked up, there's a reason for that. And there's something, there's like a lesson in it. You know what I mean? There's like, there's a gem in those hurt feelings. There's a gem in that sorrow. Like you just got to find that shit. And then, yeah. And then, I mean, it happened with me, like with my DUI, I was like, this fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. But then I really like sat and thought about all the times where I was like really fucked up and I drove home and then I woke up the next day. I'm like, how, how did I get home? And I would literally like, go outside and like inspect my car. Like, did I crash? Like, is my car good? Like, where did I park? Like, there's been so many times where I feel like God has been like very like merciful towards me and I just ignored it. I'm like, all right, let me just, you know, continue with this party life and I'm going to keep drinking. I'm going to keep driving home. And then he's like, all right. This is it. Nah, you wild. You know? Nah, you no, it's not, it's not even a matter of like me just being ignorant. It's like where you feel like, I'm drinking, I'm going to be good. But it's like in your back of your mind, you know like, nah, you're not good. You shouldn't be doing this. I think that's the, not not to say about you specifically, but I think, because I was there at my point too. I got, I've been in there. I've been at that point in life. And I think that's just a matter of immaturity, you know? Like, it's just a, it's just a false sense of confidence. You feel Or like you just feel like, you know, like you're can, invincible. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, nothing, I'm good. Nothing can hurt you. Like you once you the- lose that five, six racks out your pocket, <laughs> like, once you spend that, right. then you know, like, nah, I'm not, and, and you, and you can't drive nowhere, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit get put in perspective for you. Definitely. Nah, and that's why sometimes, like, even though I, I wish I was still living in life, but I can't, but like, I'm really cautious on when I'm smoking weed sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just because I feel like, yo, if I make that one little slip, My dog. Nigga here, like, I don't even want to smoke here, bro. Mm-hmm. You Sorry see? to cut you off. No, no, you're right. I'm happy you said that because some people don't get that. But I've been nah. trying to tell dudes coming back here, it's no joke out here. Bruh. But, you know, one thing I was thinking about when you said about, you know, when people are trying to tell you, like, yo, it's going to be all right. Sometimes you got you to allow people to be angry. Mm-hmm. Just right, like that's right. why sometimes like sometimes feel their pain, not just try help them get over. Like yeah, right. Let, let let them let them feel what they feel, but then later on get back to Positivity. putting them back up. That's yeah. the difference you know between saying? sympathy and empathy. Mm. Sympathy is like you can really like all right, you know, I'm sorry, you know, this is really unfortunate. But empathy is like being able to actually put yourself in this person's shoes. Like, look, I've been there. I understand. I'm sorry. 
you know, like empathy is like being able to really put and really help them deal position. with it, not just tell them to get over it. Right, like you, you understand where they're coming from because you've been there. And sometimes you don't gotta say anything; you could just be there. And yeah. just right, listen. exactly. You don't even need to put your two. Sometimes you can just hold them, just be right beside them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the definitely. Case may be. Exactly. Word. Tight, man. Tight. Shoot. Definitely. So you got a? Uh, I'm heated. Heated um, topic of the week. <laughs> Anything got you tight this past week or, or past couple weeks, past year, nigga? It's 2018 now. So you got a lot to reflect What had on. you tight in 2017? Let's do that. Not even think, last week. I think the tight is just like anything that when I see someone taking advantage of somebody mm. or taking advantage of me mm. mm-hmm. or taking advantage of someone that can defend themselves mm. or yeah. taking advantage of someone that's older than them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That they think that they probably don't know any better. Someone yeah. just that could be received as weaker. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's one thing that pisses me off. Um, and also, I see stuff like just at work, every day I get pissed off at work because I'm, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in sales. So yeah, yeah, you're yeah. dealing with quote unquote sharks, but yo, like, you know, like, we're in customer service. Yeah. The people that served us, like, for example, Jesus and Muhammad Ali, all these people that served, were they sharks? No. Mm-hmm. But guess what? They were sharks to the ones that manipulated their people. Mm-hmm. Am I right or am I wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. But anyway, like I said, I get pissed off when I see just people just manipulating somebody. And, um, you know, um, one little instance is kind of funny. Yeah, today, today at work, right, this girl... Um, New Year's, whatever. But then at 4.20, she end, she changed into her New Year's outfit. At 4.20 in a day, you change okay. your New Year's outfit. That's a specific time. Too. Mind she, you. She sounds like a... We're at work. <laughs> and then she comes out of the bathroom with just straight skin. Oh, you Word. see skin, Word. right? But in my head, I just knew there was straight attention. But what she does is that she would get that attention gas the dudes up who's just thirsty of it and then once they get to that kettle point where the fucking is whistling and shit she will snap it and Turn then it manipulate them mm. get them so hot up that they be like hey you do inventory and they're like yes I'll do inventory <laughs> that's the mani- that's manipulating shit like it's that's just the ultimate finesse but like I said but period like I said period that's the only thing that pisses me off is when I just see people taking advantage of people and like they have hidden agendas, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's the only thing that boils me up. Like, I can't sit there and watch someone do that to somebody. I will speak up, and that will piss me off. But that's the only thing that usually piss me off during the, like in life. Bruh. Just, just people out here doing stuff. And you know the thing is, it's just the world these days. Like, look at our look at our leader that's representing this country. Right, he's making Prime it example. bold. Prime example, making it. Bold for people to do it, but you know, whatever. Let them expose themselves. We'll take care of them. Yeah. Right. Now I feel you on that, man. I worked a fucking job, two, three years, bro. Worked a job. I got like a little pay off of it. I got a decent pay. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is when I realized how fucked up corporate America is, mm-hmm. and just how fucked up like this whole society is. It's like I worked this job. I was a manager, like a supervisor, whatever. But I was pretty much doing my job in, like, I worked second shift, right? I, I was pretty much doing my job as a second shift manager, and I was doing a first shift job. Like, I would come in early. I would do the weekends. I would pretty much, like, do half, if not more than half, of the first shift manager's job. And that was, like, the the office manager. The, first, the nigga who ran first shift was the office manager or whatever. And the whole time, like, 
he would size me, like have me doing like work for him, have me coming in on weekends, have me like busting my ass or whatever. And then he would like throw me a couple hundred, like throw me a couple extra hundred bread on my check. And he would act like he's doing that out of his check. Like he's doing it out of his bread. Like, yo, since you did that, I'm going to take care of you. He'll throw me an extra couple hundred. I was like, bet that's cool. Come to find out though. Like I broke me personally, myself, I broke mad records. Like as far as it was a sales business, you know what I'm saying? But it was like a call center type of thing, but we broke mad records as far as sales go. Like we hit, we hit limits. We still set records right now to this day that people haven't broke. And this nigga's getting all the bread off of it. Like the reason why he could throw me a couple hundred dollars every other check. Cause this nigga was getting thousands of dollars off of shit that I was doing off the work that I was putting in. You know what I'm saying? This nigga was a drunk, like to mind you, like this nigga was literally coming to work drunk in the morning. He would leave drunk. That nigga wouldn't even be there because he's fucking drunk. Like it was like a shitty like call center situation. And, and once that shit hit me, it was like I did that shit for like two, three years, bro. And, I, and then later on, I found out that I've been missing out on thousands of dollars every month compared to what I was making. Like I was making decent bread, but I could have been making thousands more. I should have been making thousands more because of the work I was putting in the. The uh, the shit that we were doing as a team, you know what I'm saying, and and that's like I was being taken advantage of, bro. Like he knew how nice I was. Like I'm a pushover for sure, and I know I'm a pushover. You know what I'm saying? Like I let a lot of people get over me, get over on me just because I'm not an aggressive, like confrontational type of person. But that shit fucked me up, bro. Like thousands of dollars every month for two to three years, bro. Like I literally lost like probably like thirty k, so to say. From two to three years of just like working my ass off, busting my ass, like, and since then, like, that completely discouraged me for working for other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the worst part is like when people, when people do other people wrong, it really damages them. You know what I'm saying? Even when it comes to like cheating and shit, like when you cheat on your, when you cheat on your partner, you're not just like cheating on your partner and fucking up that relationship. You fucking up that person for like multiple relationships ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking people over isn't something light. You sh- right. That shouldn't it shouldn't be taken lightly. It shouldn't be done lightly. Like that's just real. And the, and the thing about corporate America is like one thing I could say. I work with corporate, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then the thing is, I realized that egos and people don't mix. Mm-hmm. Numbers and people don't mix either. Mm-hmm. Because when they look at us as numbers, then they just they could add and subtract. Right. You're not Easily. a person that has bills. You're not a person right. that has a heart. You're not a person that has a kids that has children. Yeah, yeah. So you're just a number. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, with corporate America, yeah, corporate America is not really the way. I feel like just within ourselves, I feel like pushing the culture is the way. Yeah. That's my biggest thing is I want to push for culture for it. Because think about the think about corporate. Like they take from culture mm-hmm. and then they Monopolize use it against it. us. Yeah, yeah. They they want to make it into money. Like they just turn it evil. They you know make what I'm culture evil. Like yeah, so corporate America, man, is it's not the move at all. I mean, yeah, I definitely realized that being in hospitality, like the people who were like in high positions, like directors in a hotel, like directors of food, directors of housekeeping, directors of you know, whatever, front office, like, those would be <clears throat> the first people to go with no hesitation. These people are making six figures, you know, where they're like, all right, well, you got to go because we're paying you too much than we can afford to pay you and blah, blah, blah. And these people are just let go. And it's like, what about these people in, in their family? What about these people mm-hmm. who have kids in college? What about these people in their bills? Like, this this lifestyle they've been upholding because they're making this much money and so you guys just let them go. Because you just decide that they're not going to fit the margin anymore, you know? But it's like, 
People don't care about that. And not only that, it's like you have to give them two weeks notice to quit, but they'll let you go and like... Right, they don't give you that, that two weeks notice, you know? It's crazy you guys said that, though, because uh, the job I was just talking about, my girl still works there now. My brother, my brother also works there as well. But so the owner of that company, that nigga decided to let the whole company off for the last two to three weeks of the month of December. So that nigga can take a vacation to Florida with his family and have enough money to spread around. So he literally like laid everybody off, told them he's laying them off, said that they can fill out certain shit so they can get unemployment for those two to three weeks. And then January, like this coming up week, he's going to hire him back all in and hope and you know, continue what they've been doing. Like, how do you have the balls to, in the holiday season, to f- lay people off, cut all their money off for two to three weeks just so you can take a vacation somewhere and do whatever you want? This, these are at least like over 20, 30 people. You know what I'm saying? It's not a huge company. That's just like complete inconsideration of like another family. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, what, what can you do about it? That's like what really sucks about being in this country is like you deal with so much, you know, bullshit. But it's like, what can you do? Like, there's nothing you can do. You just got to deal with it. I think some of the things that we could do is like what Tony Montana once said. Like this, this is a country that's ready to get fucked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just come in here, use your resources, and get the fucking yeah. <laughs> like don't don't let like like don't 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 let the system play you. You play the system. Word. You know what I'm saying? You remember when he said that? Yeah. He was like, "This is like, because he knew like these people can't touch him, and he's gonna use it." Like so many people that come out here in this country and they take it over, man. They use all the resources. They doing these stocks and bonds, real estate, because they know the game. So yeah, honestly, that's how I feel. I mean, I feel like once I get my degree, like there's really no reason for me to be in the United States. Like I can definitely move to a different country, a different continent, and I'll be okay. United the United States is an iPhone. <laughs> like you know how we talk about being trapped in that little phone that we have. Yeah, that's the United States. Sometimes you gotta get out of that little box. See what the Android is talking what's about. Really, yeah. <laughs> see what BlackBerry is talking about too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. They can discontinue BlackBerry. See what the pagers is talking about. Yeah, just, two just, ways. Two yeah. ways. All that, and it's funny. Things about education. It's funny how we have to pay right. for all for all the education. But guess what? This is the education that they stole from other places, mm-hmm. and now they come back and sell it to us. Mm-hmm. Don't even get me started, yo. And then to think, like literally everything that you're learning in these classrooms, and like, you can find online, like on Google. Right. Like they're not telling you anything that you can't find somewhere else. And then it's like you paying like twenty thousand dollars per year. But you gotta pay six hundred dollars a semester for parking. You gotta pay for printing. You gotta pay for meals. Outside of that, so books, it's like, so it's like, what are you books, even paying man. for? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what am I paying for? If I can't even get free parking. I can't get free food. I can't get free printing. Where's the money really going? Where's my money going? And then teachers are underpaid on top of that. So it's like mm. everything's just a scam, dog. Like, and then I, f- I was talking to the dean, and she was telling me, well, her cousin that lives in Europe. Because she wasn't working at the time. She's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm not working right now, but, you know, the government, they're helping me to pay for my place and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, if you were in the U.S., you would be on the streets. <laughs> like, they're not going to help you pay for a place while you're unemployed. There's no such thing here. You know, so it's like, this place is just built on scams, like, for real. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a fact for sure. Yeah, but that's a topic. I honestly feel like the rich is getting rich and the poor is getting poor yeah. because the rich is going to fucking use that money to go to another planet and leave the poor here because mm-hmm. the planet is dying. Stranger things. I don't know. I just feel like that's probably what it is. Because <laughs> look, maybe like, <laughs> 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 watch Stranger Things. Nah. Oh, you gotta get him. Yeah, bro, you sleeping right now. <laughs> definitely. I definitely I agree with both of y'all though. Like, I definitely think there's like, well, there's. I mean, honestly, this is way too long of a topic for me to. I'm gonna try and say this as short as I can. I think two things. One, I think that hem- humans are evolving to we always evolve and i think we there's a a level of consciousness that is a part of that evolution and i think there's been a point where we have a, an extreme high level of consciousness and there's another point where there's an extremely low level of consciousness consciousness the extreme example of extremely high level of consciousness would be the times of the pyramids the times of like atlantis where there's just been like extreme architecture extreme extreme uh ideas and stuff that mathematics yeah just extreme ideas and things that we could never even fathom right now like that had to be from another level of consciousness and then like the the extreme lows would be like the caveman times you know what i mean like when we're figuring out how to start fires and when we're doing all that i think there's i've read i've read about like cycles of evolution of that so i do think right now we're on our way to getting back to that peak of consciousness of like you know just being geniuses and making making magical shit happen i think i lost my train of thought though (laughs) no i do what you're saying like i mean i feel like the key is to not be distracted the mm. key is to not feed into everything that's put in front of you you know I think the key is to really tap into what you feel like is your 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 calling or your destiny. I feel like there's so many things that have been placed inside of you. You know, it's like you weren't I feel like you're not just, you know, born to to be a piece of space on earth. You know, I feel like you're given things in your mind and your spirit your soul to either give to others or to give to yourself and you have to really sit and think about what you have inside of you you know have you ever met anyone that's atheist yeah i know a few people who are like i don't believe in god but they celebrate christmas and they do all that other stuff but they're like i don't believe in god okay well that's your own belief and I mean, I can respect that but at the same time I'm not like I don't call myself a very religious person I can't say you know I go to church I'm Christian and you know Jesus died on the cross for us like I'm not that type of person but at the same time I'm, I feel like I'm very spiritual I like I pray every day I believe in God I know there is a God you know there's a higher being that controls everything that's in front of us but it's hard to really pinpoint the truth of you know who he is and you know all these religions and it's like everyone has their own beliefs of who God is and what his intentions are but it's like you look at you know Islam and Christianity and Buddhism and everything else it's like everyone just seems to be so separated and everyone's so against each other 
But it's like, if we're all looking at the same person, if we're all praying to the same person, why are we also mm-hmm. against each other? How can there be so much separation? You know, like, how are there all these wars and mm-hmm. violence and everything in the name of God, you know? Right. It doesn't make any sense. So it's like, how can you claim that you're a Christian and you have these beliefs, but you're being so judgmental towards the other person? You're saying that they're, you know, worshiping Satan because he doesn't believe in what you believe in. You know, I feel like a lot of the Christians I've, I've met, they have been most of the judgmental people I've ever encountered in my life. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But then they have the love thy neighbor and blah, 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 blah. It just doesn't make any sense. So I feel like just my encounters with people who have been of these religions have kind of made me kind of very to- <clears throat> against religions and associating myself with one particular one particular crowd um i'd rather just call myself a, a spiritual person and say hey i believe in god um and just leave it at that i feel like this i have i don't feel a need to associate myself with a particular team or particular religion because i feel like it's more separating than anything else and i feel like sometimes um, we oh not sometimes all the time we could either worship the God that's written or mm-hmm. worship the God that's within. Right. You know, so that's definitely another one. You Can you elaborate on that? Like, what do you mean by written? Um, well, you know, like the Bible and then what was written, like the first yeah. of the Bible and just, you know, what's written in all these walls, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's written and, you know, we could believe it or not, mm-hmm. but yeah. then also within, cause sometimes like, you could look in within yourself and know that there's a guy within yourself sometimes. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? from the books. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and uh, different from the books, it could be from your own perspective. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's within, yeah. you know, because God version could be. Of it. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I mean, because I feel like I agree with him and there's like, there's the written Bible and, you know, some people believe that's man-made and who knows who even wrote the original version of what is called the Bible and then you have like your spiritual moments where you're like, you really feel like God was like with you mm-hmm. at a certain time where you look back on a certain moment where you're like, this could yeah. went to complete shit, but it didn't. And you're like, this is God. And that yeah. was looking out for me. And sometimes at night, like, I, I remember, I don't know if you guys do it as kids, we used to pray, have yeah. hands in our eyes. Cause sometimes yeah. I'm like in my bed with my eyes open, just looking at the ceiling, talking to him like that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know. Doing it within, like, yeah. talking like he's like my friend, like right next to me, like yeah. help me with guidance. Let me yeah. know what am I. Do you think you can hear God? Mm-hmm. I think I, 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 I th- yeah, definitely. I could feel him. I think I used to be like, how, how can you even hear him? I'm still you know, at that point, yeah. but I feel like a lot of times God and myself is like my subconscious. When I hear myself, and I'm like, Gabby, don't do that. Don't do this. Like, you know, like it's me telling myself to do a certain thing or to not restrain myself from something. Mm -hmm. And I would think it's just my subconscious. But in reality, I feel like it's God talking to me a lot of times. Like, Gabby, like, don't do this. Don't do that. And there'll be times where I'll listen to, like, gospel, like, you know, songs was too, like, with mom, like Fred Hammond or Kirk Franklin. I'll get, like, so emotional. Like, I'll start crying (laughs) in my car. And I'm like, why am I getting so emotional? But you just feel like. It's just, like, God, like, just taking over, you know, because, like, you are literally blessed with so many things, like, so many opportunities that a lot of people take for granted, you know? And it's, like, once you listen to these songs, they really put you in that position to, like, put everything into perspective and 
It's crazy. Appreciate everything, you know? Yeah, it's crazy how, like, you can hear a song, like, a million times, but you won't understand it until you actually go through something. Yeah. And that shit, like, will hit you, like, so crazy, like, 30 times deeper. I feel like I really, I feel God inside of me and talking to me a lot more now that I'm older than when I was younger. And That's that's really all I need to really know, like, there's a God I have a belief, you know, I, I know there's someone there and I don't need to be like, oh, I'm Christian or, you know, you're Muslim, so I can't, I can't talk to you. You know, like, I don't. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't like to correlate my beliefs with other people's beliefs and move in that sense where we need to categorize. What's right and what's wrong. You know, I feel like, you know, we all believe in God, whether you want to call him Allah, you want to call him God or whoever, it's the same idea. You know, as long as we all have a belief system, you know, you have morals, you have values. There's no reason why we can't all just be together, you know, share our thoughts, share our beliefs, share our disagreements and go from there. You know, you can learn a lot from talking to someone. I completely agree, man. I think I definitely think that religion is nothing but a system of of separation, a a divisive system. You know what I mean? I'm definitely against it on that same for that same reason. Yeah, definitely. So, I think, you know, like, subconscious, you hear that little voice inside of you telling you something. That's who God Sometimes is. it's not even yourself. It, it, I feel like it truly can be God. Just like how one shoulder is God, one shoulder is devil. Yeah. Some bad things that Literally. comes over telling me to do, I'm like, nah, I shouldn't do it. Yeah, I feel like yeah. it's real life. Like, I, I feel like there's a lot of times like where I have But then, guess what? The That's within. That's yeah. also within. Spiritual. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to go it's back both to. both the same thing. Your thoughts are going to be who you become, you know? Like, what you really meditate on from day to day is going to be who you become. Mm. And I feel like a lot of people, like, I feel like, this is kind of harsh to say, but I feel like a lot of people are just, like, wasting their life. Mm. You see people just, like, going, like, from day to day doing the same thing, like, have no ambition, no goals, like, they have no type of motivation to really, like, move forward and move past the, the situation they're in currently. And you just feel, like, sorry. You know? It's like, why do you feel like this is really it for you, you know? Because I feel like some people, they get to a certain age, like, with my ex, like, he's, like, 30. And he's like, oh, you know, I don't like to read. I don't like to do this. I don't like to do that. You know? And it's like, why do you feel like because you're at this certain age or you make this much or you've reached this point in your life like there's nothing past that you know like every single day that you are given life is an opportunity to learn an opportunity to move forward like whether you're 90 or you're 30 or you're 21 like every single day that you have in front of you you should use it you know whether it be like to learn a new language or to dance or to learn an instrument like, you're never too old to to do something, you know? Mm. So it's like you have so many things in front of you, and then you get to a certain age, like, nah, I'm too old. This is I it. I mean, I, I can... I'm going to just be accept. I'm just going to accept this mediocre life or this, this life I have in front of me. But it's like, why settle for what you have? Like, you know, you meet, like, those rare, like, 80-year-old women who are so vibrant, and they just love to, like, meet people. They love to do different things and experience life. It's like, don't let... An age or you know a boundary sets you back. That's one thing I was thinking about. You're right, because I heard a lot of people our age 
25 all the way to 28, 29, whatever the case might be, talking about, I feel old. Yeah. yeah. I think that's such an illusion. And I feel like social media is one or other reason, once again. I think that's such a big illusion because, like, now it's like, okay, well, if you feel old, maybe what are you going to do about it? Are you going to live your life? Right. You're just going to complain to them, oh, you're old, you're old, you're old. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then also, um, yeah, bro, like, and I feel like it's not that we're, we're, we feel like we're getting old. It's just that we're getting older and we realize we're not getting younger. Right. But then still, that should still motivate you to do more. Right. Instead of just saying, I'm old. Mm-hmm. I, I really get pissed off. I'm like, what yeah. do you mean you're old? Like, you're 27 years old, bro. You're still a young I mean, man. I kind of, I understand what, I think I understand what both of you guys are saying. Or both sides of the story. Because, like, I'm that guy this weekend saying, like, yo. I'm too old to be going to D.C., (laughs) going to D.C., you know, on a random night and just finding a bar to go to. That's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just certain times where it's just like, bro, I'm just too old for it. Like, I can't, I'm not, I can't fade this mission. And it's not because, like, I'm better than it, but it's a fact that I've done this shit before and... That's different, though. No, that's different. It's different between, like, turning down, like, a situation where you're not going to get nothing out of it versus... Using the time you have in front of you to improve yourself, to better yourself, to learn something new, to build the talent. But how do you defer or how do you figure out when you're actually turning down a good opportunity or when you're just being responsible? How do you, what are you going to get out of going to a club? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to go to the bar, you're going to get drunk, you're going to be hungover, you're going to waste money. Like, yeah, everyone knows Maybe that's just a bad that. example, though. But, you, like, know? you know, but you get my question, though? Like, no. Like, a lot of times people will like yeah if you say you're not going to read anything if you don't want to read books like that's just craziness you just you're refusing knowledge at that point you know what i'm saying you're refusing to to learn anything new but if you don't want to go somewhere for example that could be an opportunity for you to meet someone that can change your life or it could be a waste of complete time how do you decipher when it's a waste of complete time or if it's a, it's, it you could have, be a good opportunity? You have to really sit and ask yourself, like, what am I going to get out of not not going to this situation? You know, like, where are you? First of all, what is the setting? Like, Are you going to a club or are you going to an art museum? Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. am I going mm-hmm. to a party or am I going to a book signing? You know, and there was a really good quote, actually, that I, I heard you know, regarding into the whole reading thing, it said that uh, I don't know if it's Albert Einstein or Mark Twain or someone. It said that the person that chooses to not read is no better than a person that ha- does not know how to read. <laughs> Word. <laughs> you know, Word. it's like, yeah. so it's like you have to really gauge, like, what am I getting out of making this choice? You know, so I, I feel like with me, you know how I am. Like, I can talk to anybody, you know, I can make conversation at a, you know, grocery store line (laughs) with the cashier. And it's like, you don't know who they are. What are you going to get out of it? Yeah. You know? So it's like, if you could choose, all right, I'm going to stay home. I'm going to choose to not be social. I'm going to choose to not go to this environment. What am I going to gain from being home? Are you going to read a book? Are you going to learn language? Are you going to spend an hour trying to learn the guitar? So really, you just want to you make an opportunity out of every situation. Exactly. Because no I what. feel like there's 24 hours in a day and it's like every day goes by. And then it's like next thing you know, the year is gone. The month is gone. The week is gone. It's like, what have you done? You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. 
Like, what what have you done? Like, that's how I feel about 2017. It's like, this whole year has gone by. It's like, what have you really accomplished in this past time that has really just literally flown in front of you? Mm. Like, if you just sit and, like, read a book for 30 minutes a day, if you, like, sit and, you know, YouTube is, like, endless opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, to learn something, to even master how to put on makeup, learn how to play a guitar. You can do everything. How to do anything. It's like everything's on YouTube. It's like if you really just take 30 minutes out of the day, three times a week to like really like focus on one particular thing in six months, in a year, who knows how far you're going to get, you know? But it's like if, you rather, if you'd rather use that time to be on Instagram or comment on Facebook or, you know, it's like you have to really prioritize your time. You know, and look at the opportunities in front of you. And I feel like it's something like like what we once said before, right? We on the phone, we were like, "What's the purpose?" Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, what's the purpose behind it? Sometimes, like when I think about should I go or not, it's either what's the purpose or what are you gonna get out of what it? What am I gonna get out of it? Yeah, because like, and then I, I I think like it's not about you being old. I think yeah, but then not really. It's just that it's just not your priority right now. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what I mean by when people say, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like they, they downplay themselves and they say, oh, I'm old. Mm-hmm. I'm old. And then when you have like a 21-year-old call you old, mm-hmm. when you're not really old, you're still young. It's in your 20s. Right. If you're in your 20s, you're still young. Right? young. But then it's like, they're like, oh, I'm old. I'm going to stay home. And then just sit and drink a six pack of Heineken and then fall asleep, you know? Uh, like, yeah. do something. That's I drink old. the six pack, but I don't fall asleep, <laughs> my nigga. And, and we were just talking about Pharrell and Swiss Beats yeah, just now, right? Pharrell, but know, Pharrell, Pharrell started off with just making beats to <laughs> to clothes, and now he's, what, fit, almost 50? Swiss Beats just went to Harvard Business School. And, yeah. Pharrell's, yeah, and Pharrell's 50, right. and he just made uh, hidden figures. Yeah. yeah. Like, so yeah. he's constantly moving he's up and up evolving. and up. Exactly. So. Like and look at them. Do you see themselves call themselves old? Mm-hmm. Nah, mm-hmm. not once. And look at them. Yeah, I think, I think that I think where the old comes from is like you kind of want to, you want to stay comfortable in what you've been used to. You know what I mean? Like once you realize the shit that you used to like isn't as entertaining anymore, that's what makes you feel old. Like going to a club and you realize, yo, this is whack. Like, damn, this shit used to be fun as hell. Like, I'm old now. You know what I mean? Like, that's what makes you feel old. It makes me feel like I'm evolving. But then it's like... Because don't forget, like, one point in time, like, in middle school, like... Putting rubber bands in our right, out of right, our shoes right. was once hit, but then in high school we wasn't doing that no more. But then you see other people that enjoy it too. It makes you feel like, why am I not enjoying this as much as the other people? But then it's like you feel like, okay, well, obviously. You know, being on Earth or coming to this place, I wasn't brought here to just be partying. Like, what do I really like to do? That's why I said it's it's very important to really like dive in into what you want to do in your free time. Like, it's so hard. Like people are like Gabby, you know, who are you? What do you like to do? And you sit and think like, who am I? What do I like to do? You don't even have a clue. You know, because, like, you don't even take the time to really invest into that kind of thing. You're just, like, Twitter, Instagram, social media, you know? <laughs> yeah, having conversations in the club is so whack these days. It's, yeah. the people might look bad, but they don't know how to talk. Yeah. They don't know how to have a conversation, you know? You don't know who you are. You don't know what you even like. But let's get this. Let me set this record straight. I love partying, though. I ain't gonna lie. I love partying. <laughs> me too. But it's to a certain extent. Outside of that, yeah. what do you have... To offer, what do you like to do? 
Oh, like you know? the art show. Like that was one of my, yeah. the just pancake imagine, and booze. You, that was the best one of the best time of my life. Yeah. You know what I'm just imagine even like just taking the time to like paint or like freestyle, draw yourself. <laughs> like even if it doesn't look good, like you like I had a good time because like I was just, you know, expressing myself mm-hmm. on paper. Right. You know? Exactly. Or just writing music or making a beat. Like even like this beat is trash. <laughs> you know, like you had a good time creating it. You know, and not only in the clubs, but I like also um, being around family with drinks, food, mm-hmm. laugh, and music. Family is like the biggest thing for me too. Like where I really like will sit and get like emotional, like just thinking about like time I help my family. But it's a lot of things you have, you What's know. Up, bro? <laughs> Her body. Sorry for the yeah, sidetrack. We had a uh, we had a we had a newcomer. Sorry to, to end that combo. What were you guys ending on? We were talking about like talent and you know what could we, finding what could, your hobbies and what could we do besides the club? You, you know when people are like, what do you? God damn, jumps. <laughs> <Not you gotta. laughs> but talent and what? And people are like, hey, like, what do you like to do? Like, tell me about yourself. And you're like, who am I? What do I like to do? Like, don't you, you, don't you think that's the answer. hardest question? Yeah, that's the hardest yeah, nah. question. You don't in know who you are. I love those people that ask me. Like, the other day, I was at a, um, I was at a Arlington. And then, like, I'm just like small talking to this girl, or whatever. And she goes, Marcel, what's important to you? And I got stuck. Yeah. But then I got stuck with her after two because <laughs> I was like, "Yo, this is good energy." But anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that type of conversation for sure. I love that type of talk. Like, but you can't have a conversation in clubs, though. Yeah, yeah, it's too loud. Even like in Uber, though, like when I'm driving Uber, like niggas will ask me, like, "Yo, who's your favorite artist? Who you really like right now?" That shit puts me on the spot. It's like, damn, yeah, it's just. Like, really, I think about it. Fuck, uh, little Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> you can't think of nobody hot, nobody new, nobody fired. But then, like. If you ask me right now, like if I can, I can listen eight niggas right now that are super fire, super new that niggas will probably don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Little boat, yeah, <laughs> little baby. You know, there's mad niggas right now that's just like super fire. So yeah. that pressure makes all the difference. I feel like these days super is hard to, but like, you can't really pinpoint like. First and foremost, let's anything. introduce this new voice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Who my, my, my name Bales. is Jeffrey. <laughs> Jay Bell. Nah, Benji. You know what I'm saying? We out here yeah, had to jump in for the guest feature. Yeah, but yeah. Nah, bro, it's it's hard because literally, like, when you think about artists now, it's hard to put your favorite for one thing. You know what I mean? Because so many people do different things, and like mm-hmm. these days, like the music is just so diverse. You can't really have a favorite for one thing. You know what I mean? Like right. everybody does everything different. Yeah. So you can't. It's hard to have just like a favorite because like I might wake up on a Monday. I might feel like I want to hear some like J. Cole, like some shit that really get me through, get me motivated for the right, week. Right. But by fucking Wednesday, I might want to hear some little baby just to be hype, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's that's my dog for sure. Ah, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I mean? So really great. I heard I heard him a lot. He with QC, right? QC, right? Yeah, okay, okay. That's a story? Oh, with Gucci? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit blew my mind, dog. Yeah, bro. Like, Lil Baby the man, bro. You know what I'm saying? It, it, just, no, it, depends, on listen, your, it depends on your mood, man. That's not the point. It's not, yeah, it's not yeah, about yeah. artists. Yeah, yeah. It's about figuring out who are you. 
Right. You know what I mean? That's that's where the tough question comes into part. Like, like, who are you? What do you like to do? Like, yeah, what do you? But that, I mean, I think the confusion in that too is like a lot of people work jobs that have nothing to do with their passion. Right. right. They're trying to make money. Yeah. Even like, even, even yeah. people that are considered successful, like people that are in successful jobs, that has nothing to do with what they're passionate about or what their right. what, right. what their purpose right. is in life. So I think that's what right. why that question can be looked at as hard or even embarrassing. I, I don't even think it's, it can be hard. I think. Sometimes our first answers are like, "Damn, I don't want to say that." It's kind of embarrassing, right. you know what I mean? Right. At least that's how I've right. been feeling sometimes. But like, what, what do y'all consider successful? Yeah, I feel like successful is just being happy, like doing some shit that you wake up like, "I bet about to start the day." You know what I mean? I feel like you just wake up miserable, like you hate the people you work with, you hate everything that you do, like you just like tight like all day, every day. Like, that's not life, you know what I mean? Like, you see, like, like this is what I think about, like when I'm on my way to work, like, and I'm in traffic. And you think about all the people who are in traffic with you, like, who, like, out of all these people that are on the road with me, like, who really is, like, excited to go to where they're going? Right. Like, who is actually, like, going, like, all right, I'm, I'm excited. Deep, you know what I mean? It's like, I think about, like, how many people go to work, like, day to day, like, they're just miserable. Like, right. they don't even like right. the people they work with. They don't like where they're at. But they're just doing it to just get by. And it's right. like, why are you settling for this? Like, this is not life. Right. Right. You know? I feel like people are just trapped. But you know what else is crazy, too? Like, it's definitely not always about the money but right. like it is about the money at the end of the day yeah there's some people like I've met people like literally met people that have been like I live in my truck and I'm cool with it but like they don't have anyone else they don't have another mouth to feed yeah mm-hmm. so it's like when it comes down to it you can be happy just doing you and you're you're happy with your life but like what if you can't take care of the next person yeah how happy are you with that you know what I mean yeah cause like I'm good I, I can do me but I'm not happy if the people I have to take care of aren't Are good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, sometimes it's like, you got to go ahead and, like you were saying, work that job that you don't want to do. It blows you. You go every day, like, fuck this shit. But it's keeping the people around me happy. And sometimes it's like, that's good enough for you. You but gotta, you gotta have you a have bigger to, picture. But that's what I'm saying. That's when it gets confusing because then it's like, this isn't the only thing making me happy. So how do I make myself happy yeah. at the yeah, same I mean, time? I think that's the. I think that's where people get fucked up. It's like they lose the time to focus on themselves while they're supporting themselves and those around them. Like yeah, they lose right, their, right. They lose what their purpose and passion is, and right. just get caught up in trying to survive and trying to take care of their family and shit, man. Like it's sad that we have to live that way. But again, like what I said earlier, man, I feel like we're evolving and things are changing too. It's getting. It's, it's changing to a different life. We probably won't see it ourselves, but our kids will. I feel like we are going to be the generation that sparks that change in the society, though, that stops the end, that, that stops this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you just don't need to be waking up every day tight about going to work. Like, you don't need to go do that. Like, if you right. want to, if you want to fucking farm and you know what I'm saying, you want to grow your own vegetables and all that, then just do that. Or if you want to work in technology, you want to be in Silicon Valley, do that. Like, right. it, it, there's no reason for niggas to be in jobs that they don't need to be. There's enough people in, in the world. To do every job that needs to be done, you know what I'm saying. There's so many excess jobs right now that like don't even need, don't even need to be filled. Like, but then just jumping back real quick. So, how would you feel if you're good? You feel like you're good, but your family isn't good. Like the people closest mm -hmm. to you aren't. That's what it's like right now for me, bro. Like that's exactly how it is because I'm not. I don't want to throw any shade or anything, but I feel like my mindset, not right now, but just in the past few years, my mindset has like completely shifted into a different state of thinking than some of my family has it, you know what I'm saying? And it sucks like moving forward, 
but you're not you're the only one moving forward or right, like right, right. maybe it's not even moving forward but just like perceiving things a certain way but you're the only like no one else perceives what you see like no one else right. can see your vision you know what I'm saying right. that, right. that makes you feel crazy but if it's right you prove yourself right time after time you know you're right but no one else understands what you see no one else is like seeing it like, definitely it makes you nigga feel crazy bro I also feel like when it comes to our jobs, cause I feel like we're all probably working jobs that is not our passion. I say if you have a job, work that hoe. Right. But then when right. you find wifey, treat her as wifey. Right. But right now, work that hoe. <laughs> like just, just right. don't, 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 don't stay there forever and yeah, hug that up. You know what I'm saying? Just get your chips and dip. Yeah, bro. Jobs are literally like relationships, bro. Like you gotta, you know what I'm saying? You got, you gotta. You gotta find something that's that puts you on the path to where you're trying to go. Mm-hmm. You gotta take that experience and keep it rocking. Sometimes, exactly. You know Make the best out of it. Right, right. You gotta drain it. Don't let it drain you. <laughs> right, exactly. All right. Well, we'll just hop into another segment. Seems like we got a little deep into a whole lot of things. Just now, right, 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 <laughs> we got right, deep right, into right. all. Even for real life, real life. Yeah, we got we got caught up in real life. I just don't want this to end up being like a three hour thing because then like no way's gonna check it out. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's harder for you to check out three hours. But uh, I mean, the next segment I got is like pretty much like what's lit. Like it's it's the lit segment. Like, what are you excited about? Like what? Since it's the first day of 2018, it's probably best to just look back on 2017 and just, like, right. what are you most excited about with 2017? Like, what what was your best moment of 2017? Um, I mean, I would probably – I could start just to make it easier and let you guys think some. Like, my, my best moment is probably just getting, like, a, a step forward with the media company and this podcast and then all that shit. Like, I feel like – even though it was a small, like a real small step, like I'm really glad that I actually did just what I've done so far. Because I don't know, it just encouraged me, like just seeing the response to what I, to what I did. You know what I mean? Like just seeing how how my people fucks with like my idea, like people are supporting my idea and shit. Like my people's are supporting it. Like just seeing that re- that response of support is like it's really inspiring and really encouraging. It's motivating me to do better. It's motivating me to do more. So that's probably like my latest moment of this entire year. Like. Just taking a step forward into like self empowerment. Definitely. Definitely. Establishing myself as like you know, as a podcaster, as a media person, as as a voice. I feel like that's that's what I'm most excited about from last year. Hopefully it expands this year. What about you, Jeff? Um, I'm honestly mostly just realizing where I wanna go. Which I've been doing, Mm -hmm. but now thinking about the steps that I need to take to get there. And, like, looking at it realistically instead of just, like we were saying earlier, you know, it's one thing where you can try to put everyone in, in the perspective. Like, you got to put every what, what everyone wants in front of it. But, like, when you can put that aside and really think about what you want to move forward. Because once you move forward, then you're going to help everyone around you move forward. Word. So it's like, that was my biggest thing, just realizing what I have to do for this next year to get to the step. Was there any you know, specific things that happened, like, that helped you, like, see, like, oh, I need to do this, you know what I'm saying, or I need to stop doing this? Honestly, man, it just came with age, honestly. You know, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I start thinking about different things, 
and thinking about the things that matter to me before versus the things that matter to me now. Word. And just seeing the difference, you know, the difference in the, the growth and what I want, you know what I mean? It's not 2012 no more where I'm like, oh, I, I want to get fly on. I want to get fly on. It's like, nah, man, I'm trying to put that aside. Now, I ain't got to be fly, but I'm trying to make sure I got a home to go to. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Something that that's mine. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to get some ownership in the thing, so. You know what I mean? Just seeing the growth in myself, I think that's you know probably the best thing that happened to me in 2017. That's tight. Yeah, for sure. Tight. What about you, sir? Uh, um, I'll say definitely family, getting closer to family, um, getting closer to my kids, um, you know, just watch them grow, become like with, with their character. Um, yeah, definitely with my kids, man, and also um, with my other family, like my sisters. We were always cool, but we were never close. But this year we got really, really close. Yeah, yeah definitely. And um, also, kind of like what Jeff was saying, like becoming a better person within yourself, like facing your fears, facing my fears, definitely. One of my fears is like not being able to, to do things by myself. So like, you know, I went to the future concert by myself just for spite because I was like, let, let me see what I can do by myself. That was super tight to hear, bro. And I was kind of nervous because I'm like, yo, I'm, there's, here's this dude by himself. Who knows what I'm going to see? Who knows? I'm going to be looking awkward, but I didn't care. I was like, you know what? Right. I'm here to see a show. And it was a good show. That's tight, and then like, I've been to a few other shows by myself, Dolo. And it was just because I wanted to like see what I could do on myself and I didn't man and it's funny because like the more I did things by myself the more people I met when they realized I was by myself and they was fucking with me just like how I said earlier about being able to do something by yourself people see that glow that bravery that like yo this dude is lit and they come come to you like hey come to our VIP hey you by yourself oh so am I but anyway exactly so that's tight. Like I'm, I'm still working on trying to go to the bar and have a drink by myself. Like I still haven't done that yet, but I want to. <laughs> bro. I go. My sister told me she used to do that shit. Like yo, I'm like man. Yeah, man. I go to restaurants, eat by myself. I go to restaurants, eat by myself. All that stuff, yo. Definitely do. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing better. You told me. It's nothing better than being able to focus on yourself and your own thoughts. Because when you with somebody else, sometimes you have to carry the conversation, which is it's always good to be able to you know bounce bounce ideas back and forth. Just like take. A piece of someone else's personality And mm-hmm. just understand them mm-hmm. But it's also good When you get to understand yourself You know what I mean Like reflect on your week How you felt Like yeah, like yeah. the reason why you felt this way yeah. So yeah, ain't nothing wrong With being by yourself man Definitely And I gotta say like Once again family Is definitely number one Because I went to Canada recently To go visit my cousin I ain't seen him in like Over 10 years Pre-birthday right? Yeah And the thing is It's like I keep saying family because family always remind me of who I am at, at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of just put me into perspective like, yo, he used to say some stuff like him and his boys reflected on back in the day when they were younger, how they used to live. And then I'll be like, so how do you live? And he was like, we live life to the fullest and we made a lot of money. And he was like, and we never like never doubt ourselves we just kept living life to the fullest yeah. and then when I look at his man his man is like yo like we had a good life as a youth like we were out here so just stuff like that just makes me get motivated be like yo why am I complaining why am I acting like I'm old or whatever like I need to be living my life to the fullest I need to think when I get at a certain age I can say I live my life to the fullest. So motivation. They motivate me. Family motivate me. Just like friendship motivate me. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just with family, friendship, and being able to conquer your fears and do your own. You do you dolo. Definitely.
Ever. Do you dolo, man? That's, you that's dolo, 2018 man. for me. That's 2018 goals for me. Do you dolo? <laughs> what about you, Gabby? What's your uh, lit, most lit moment of 2017? Also, I just want to side quickly, quickly side throw this in. Going to Rwanda was also a really lit moment. Word, for me. Word. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just steal that real quick before she, before she possibly says that. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even like on my mind. Word, word. All right. I think um, for me, just being able to balance um, work full time and, you know, going to George Mason full time and then like still having, you know, A's and B's on my on my transcript was like a huge thing for me because I was barely even going to classes because for me to get to class, like an hour and a half commute, you know, to get there. So it's like I was barely going to class. I was like, you know very like unmotivated this semester for whatever reason i just felt like i, w- I didn't want to really do anything but i was still able to get you know only a's and b's in all my classes i had five classes this semester and i got i think three three b's and two a's so yeah i was proud of myself hey. because i you know i did well in my classes you know even like you know going to sc- you know work full time and it was just a- very overwhelming for me but i did good so I was happy about that and then kind of piggybacking off of what Jeff and Marcel said, you know, just kind of finding yourself and figuring out where you want to go in the world. You know, it's very hard because I feel like when you don't have an idea of what you want to do or where you want to go, you can be very lost. And it's like you don't have any motivation to do anything because it's like, where am I going? You know, you don't even know what like the end result is. So for me, just, you know, figuring out who I am and. I think it helps a lot when you're aware of your mistakes and you're aware of things that you don't do well and you're aware of things that you can change about yourself. So then you can change it, you know, because I feel like a lot of a lot of people, they act a certain way or they move a certain type of way. But it's like they don't realize how their behavior is like being a negative effect to themselves and then moving forward. So I feel like once you become aware of who you are and what you're doing, it's a big difference. You know, because he's like, all right, this is what I'm doing. This is how I can change it. You know, this is how I can move forward. And so once you finally find that self-awareness, it's amazing because you realize, you know, how much further you can get once you change your behavior. So that was another thing that was really exciting for me. It's just like knowing who I am and what steps I need to take to get to where I want to be in life. And, you know, kind of tapping into, like I said, my creative side that I don't really um, invest time in that I feel like I can be very successful in, you know, just taking time to practice my drawing and maybe practicing, you know, mixing a bit, you know, getting a a mixing board and trying DJing, you know. For sure. Things like uh, that. Sounds like uh, you've been doing some self-exploration. Definitely. It sounds like we all are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not always easy, man. It's it isn't. Easy. You not get easy. lost in the sauce for sure. Yeah. You got the sauce. You got the sauce. The keys had the sauce, but keys not to get lost. Lost in the sauce. Shout out Gucci. For real. Shout out Gucci. Don't get lost in the sauce. Bro, just talking about growth. Talking about growth, though. Look how crazy Gucci's, bro. I know, right? You know what what's crazy? His, his last album, his album he just put out, that Gato, hard. 
Pause. That shit kind of fire. I don't know why. <laughs> right. The okay. one before that was like, ah, it's high. It got a few bangers on this joint. I was rocking with that joint. I was rocking with that joint. The joint before yeah, it was high. It was high. It was. It was. It was. It wasn't bad. The joint before that one though, like the third to last album, that joint was poop to me. The one with uh, Metro. Uh, let me look at my phone. But the recent one was pretty nice, though. The most re- the Gato be- with the with the ice glacier. Yeah, show, that the was blue fire. Drum, that don't fire. It sounds like trap Gucci outside. Like the be- from the beginning to the end, it just yeah. sound- it has that real Atlanta trap music. I'm coming like, out yeah. fine, niggas. <laughs> fine, niggas. <laughs> it was crazy because when they were talking to him about the whole like people saying you were clone, and he was like. I can't remember what he said exactly. Don't quote me, but he was pretty much saying like, "That's good." Like, yeah. they don't, you know what I mean? They don't even believe it's me. Like, drop top watch. Like, you know what I mean? Trash. Yeah, like, like he doing something. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, that one trash. I didn't even peep. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I didn't even peep. But on a I'm side tripping. note, the Joe Offset was nice. Though. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Stairmaster. The Stairmaster is hard. Yeah, facts. <laughs> facts. So I have Super a side note. I have yeah. this girl on Snapchat, right? Because Keisha, you know, she be doing her thing in the gym, blah blah blah. And then I see him in the background. He's going hard on the stairmaster. I'm like, dog, if Gucci Man can be on the stairmaster going hard, like, why am I not going hard on the stairmaster? But don't forget, he, he was going hard in the stairs in jail, though. He said it. He was going up and down in the steps in jail. Regardless, you know, like this is Gucci, like <laughs> is that big the key belly to losing Gucci. Weight? Cause I, I used to get locked up. Like, yeah. let me just do bro, some I was time. on the stairmaster. I only made it two minutes for the seconds. But <laughs> it was the hardest two minutes for the seconds of my life. Two minutes for the seconds. I feel like, you know, cardio is like the yeah. way to like burn the fat, but you gotta like lift so you can like really tone, like, you know. Also, what you I heard, eat running, I heard like running is like bad for losing weight. Like, it doesn't help lose weight. Really? No, I feel like for women, it's like you have to be very careful with cardio because, like, they can like lose a lot of fat, but then they like they lose their shape. Like, there's no like uh, you're not gonna have like a if you lose your butt, you can lose all your curves and blah 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 blah. I think it really just depends on what you're trying to do for it. Right? Like, it's like what's your, what's your goal? You gotta, yeah, you know what I mean. You gotta get some shit. This, but the, at the end of the day, if, if you're like a 50 pounds, 100 pounds of weight, like you need to do cardio so you can lose that fat, and then you go from there to tone up and blah 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 blah. But yeah, like like you know, just seeing Gucci, like that was mad motivational. Man. I like Shout out Cardi B. Along. Hey, Cardi B too. <laughs> Shout out Offset. You know me, Cardi B. Shout out Migos, period. Yeah, definitely. Shout out Takeoff. A lot of people have yeah. came. <laughs> Enough, I don't think so. like Takeoff hey. gets enough credit, bro. Yeah, Takeoff yeah. is nice. Shout out to fucking Takeoff. He might be the most lyrical out of all of them. That nigga shot his shot to Nicki Minaj on the song. She didn't even know. Uh, that nigga said, if Nicki showed me them titties, I swear to own the Bible. <laughs> I will never tell. Uh, <laughs> that nigga be spitting bars, bro. That nigga, nah, that nigga yeah, he, be, he be barred out, bro. <laughs> like Quavo, bro. Quavo got that. He got that voice like that. Yeah. That, yeah. He has that off- like, even Offset off- has like that like but, that flow. But that's what I'm saying. Then Offset has like the he really bring the juice. Yeah, like, look, Quavo got the sauce. Offset mm-hmm. got the juice. Different my dreams. And then takeoff. And then takeoff. He just like the sleeper. Like takeoff got the voice too, though. He got a cool. Yeah, he got a dope. Especially for hooks. Like he got a dope voice for hooks. He got. He got. And his verses be hard, bro. Like that nigga said, my bitch look like Kylie or Caitlyn Jenner. What's her mom's name? Chris. He said, my bitch looking like Chris Jenner. I was about to say. Pause. Yeah, all, yeah, all of them. Like, yeah, pause that too, Caitlyn for sure. But that whole situation is so crazy. Yeah. Dog, you see how they like they nominated her hey, Woman of the Year? Off right now. We ain't gonna piss nobody like, off right now. Yeah, yeah, let's hop out of that. Let's just hop out. Of, let's just hop out of that situation. We gonna we gonna gain a whole whole following of haters. Cool. Yeah. Live you, do fuck, you, pop. Do you, bro, bro. Do you. But speaking right. of under, oh, underrated, 
underrated if you're going back T Pain. Oh, oh yeah, his last album. I like he's hell underrated. I feel like he's underrated. I feel like he doesn't get credit in these streets okay. for okay. everything that he's like accomplished. Well, you know, even the set and like the I mean, standard. Yeah. You know, he's he brought, yeah, he's what, he, what he brought. Back. Like he doesn't get credit as yeah. an artist. I mean, Jay Z really fucked his fucked up his reputation. You know, like that Def Auto tune, like really yeah, like fucked it's up. Sat in with people. It's sat in with people. It's sat in with that really because it's Jay Z, bro. It's not like it's like. But that song was trash. Yeah, and that's like you go back to like Ludacris, like that's that song was hard as fuck. That song was hard as fuck. You know what's hilarious? But but the thing is, I I won't I don't I didn't I didn't like how he kind of like went at the auto tune stuff. Yeah, but like I like how he said I like how he said like. I don't be in the project hallways talking about I'll be in the project all day. Like it's pretty much like, like, like the same stuff he be talking about now about the money in the air. Right. Yeah, right, right, right. So right, 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 right. Jay Z but Dyslexin. stuff like that, like But yeah. T Pain, like I can understand back then, like it probably was annoying because once T Pain came out, like a million other people came out sounding like T Pain. But T Pain was not doing anything uncreative. Right. Know? Yeah. And he completely right. shut down right. his creation. You know what I'm like, saying? He said it like a whole new standard. Yeah. Bro, you, know? you cannot name like it's so hard to name a rapper right now that doesn't have some sort of T Pain oh, influence. Yeah. It's just like Akon, a rapper. That's you know true. how many rappers are using Auto Tune in the way that that nigga used it? In? Even yeah. Gucci, up until now, like all the artists, Gucci Bird, like he just not getting recognition for being an artist. Gucci, like once he like lost all his weight, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. but like Young Thug, Young Scooter, all them niggas from Atlanta, it's like Gucci, like. Bro, all these. I mean, all these I think it's just a new generation. Gets, Gucci gets his credit. Now, credit. now he does. Nah, Gucci been got Bing his credit. Because no, 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 when you when, when, when you first yeah, listen to Migos, when you first listen to Migos, Migos sound like Gucci. Yeah. At one point I mean, time. because you got to think about it, like those type of dudes, those Atlanta real Atlanta dudes, like yeah. the music was different before. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So now that that music is coming to the light, those people are getting that radio play, and they're all like, "Oh, I listen to Gucci growing up." Yeah. So now it's catching on, like. You the would, culture is look, different. Back ten years ago, there wasn't a whole whole bunch of white dudes talking about how they mess with Jeezy. You know what I'm saying? But like these days, mm-hmm. the hood artists are getting recognized by like a lot of these white kids. Like Caucasians. they're the ones that are going to their concerts. And stuff right. Like that. The music game. Is, the music is the music it's game has completely brought. changed. Bro, who would have thought Twenty One Savage would be on the radio? Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like. Even Cardi, her fucking ratchet yeah, ass. Yeah, just a lot of, a lot of <laughs> stuff wouldn't have flew back in the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just different. It's like they glorify it and then shame it at the same time. Well, this is a great Maybe. segue to the next segment. Segue. Uh, <laughs> great segue to the next segment. Right. 2017, what's the most lit song, album, mix, whatever? What is your favorite genre of 2017? I gotta go with Cardi. Bodak Yellow? There you go. Bodak Yellow? What, why, why Bodak Yellow? Okay, because I'm like someone that like, I saw Cardi like, Cricket Teeth Cardi, Braids Cardi, like from nothing, you know, like just like a little Instagram joint, you know? So like she came, she really came up like from going to Love and Hip Hop and then like having this hit, like Janet Jackson had this song in her, her, her set, you know, in her concert. It's like so many like artists have like put a piece of Cardi's music into their own, like, personal performances, you know? It's like, if you look at where she came from, it's like, you have to really, like, really take tippy hat off to her because she came a long way, and she's always been humble. And I feel like with Cardi, like, 
the reason why I like followed her is because even though she's ratchet, she's ghetto, whatever, whatever you want to say about her, like she always had like a message and like all the things that she would say, you know? She's mad true to self. Like, too. yeah. That, like yeah, she's always very humble. Like even like she's talking like very ratchetly and blah, 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 blah. Like you think she's ghetto. Like she always has a message. Like she really listened to what she's saying. And she spoke up for the slavery shit too. She was the only celebrity I heard saying, saying anything about that Libya shit. Yeah. So it's like. She came a long way. I'm happy for her. I'm like definitely, so happy I definitely for her. Rock with that. But as far as the music, do you think like okay? Like, but then as like, far as the music, like, <laughs> everything she did aside, like I definitely f with everything she's doing. But yeah, like, as far as like just the quality of music that you liked and listened to, yeah, like, you, okay, you took in, yeah, was her well, music at the top of that list. Okay, well let on, me on a hip hop level. I think for just from, from this level. year, I'm just, I'm just very proud of her in general. Of course. But going back to like just generally speaking. I think on a hip hop level, I gotta say, for this year, this is hard. Cause I feel like I've dabbled into like so many other genres outside right. of hip hop. Right. So it's, it's hard for me to just hard. really like it's tune hard. in onto hip hop. Oh, I was saying on. Um, I, I was just I was specifically talking about Cardi. Like, do you respect Cardi as a hip hop? Yeah, I do. This year, are you proud of what she did? Yeah, I definitely. Because I feel like I she, I, I she holds her okay, own right, as, a, as a hip hop artist. I didn't know oh, no, you were I, I, just, I was just saying because she brought up Cardi when you were saying like musically like, who had the best stuff this year. Yeah, so I was saying are you saying like just as her a person. person as a person. Yeah, I applaud her growth too. As a like, person, as, as an artist, as far as like the, the actual too. music. But generally like, speaking, at the top though, I think for Yeah, definitely. Odd future. I, I respect their like independent artists like going out like Sid and Steve Ooh, Lacey. Dope. Dope. Steve Sid's Lacey's dope. album. Did you listen to the EP? I didn't hear mm-hmm. Fire. Sid. Even like Tyler and how he's grown as an artist. Like mm-hmm. listen, like I back like in the day, Tyler. Big of a twenty seventeen though. Nah, I really, I really, really because really, they didn't get that. They, they, they didn't get that. They didn't get that. Even SZA. publicity. SZA. That's another level, though. That's a different story. Nah, but Tyler's recent album was pretty nice. It was yeah. Fire. I think the only reason that it got even the clout that it got, though, was the whole gay thing. Because I, oh, even with the gay damn. thing, I feel like a lot of people didn't even listen to his album like that. And his album was super fire. His it was really is, good. It is, it is super fire. But a lot of people oh, didn't Tyler, even pay attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, a lot of people didn't. It's like, what is it, Bumblebee? Honestly, I, I haven't listened yeah. to it. Yeah. It's a good album. It's a great album, bro. And I think the only ex- the reason that it got the exposure that it did was because there was so much talk about him coming out the closet. Right? But I think in general, I feel like they did a lot. I don't even believe Like, it. Sid, as the independent artist, did a lot. I'm just saying that's 2017. Odd Future didn't have that big of an impact, in my opinion. I, I definitely, I'm not sleeping on Odd Future. I know Odd Future's fucking fire, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially the artists. internet. Steve like, Lacey, do not sleep on Steve Lacey. I'm he got, he got a lot of clout this year. I've heard, I've heard his name a lot this year for sure. I just don't think their impact was that huge. I feel like they don't get the credit that they deserve. Like Steve Lacey, is an artist independently. Like, just hearing him on the guitar, like outside of his vocals and like the music he makes as an independent artist, it's like he's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like. Amazing! Like he has like a fourteen minute EP that was like iconic <laughs> this this year, you know. So niggas need to re-listen. And you know who yeah. else? This is like completely kind of sidetracked, but Issa, she deserves all the praise. Issa Rae, Issa Rae dog. Like I didn't peep. Insecure it was a fucking amazing. Her the soundtrack for the the show a fucking yeah the soundtrack be lit. yo so you watch you watch like that show I feel like Black Women really took dubs yeah in I, I watched it Black Women in general like Issa, SZA, 
Yeah. Oh, with a W. So yeah, like Isis is a. Now like, the, the soundtracks of that show. What you said? It was, was dope. Lit, she had she like Issa has a really or Issa and the producers. She has a, a good, really ear. good ear. Yeah, like they got so many artists on there that are really new and up and coming. That it was like it was surprising to hear. I remember like when we used to laugh about the awkward black girl yeah, series on YouTube, YouTube, like how yeah. I felt like that was me, word, and word. now she has like this even show. I, even I could relate to that shit too, though, as a nigga. Like I can. Yeah, just like in the that. corporate world, like yeah. with a bunch of white people, you just feel awkward. Like I'm only black person. I know this nigga. Yeah, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Bailey. I definitely feel it, bro. And like they treat you different, man. Yeah, they treat you different. So, what's your like most lit song album mix of the of 2017? Oh man, I would definitely say um Junior Gung's album Stony Hill. It definitely hit me. That was a good one. Uh, Chronics was definitely nice. Fire. Um, uh, shoot. Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Gabby. Oh, Gabby. Oh, my God. Yo, the thing style. about her album is, like, she's, like, when I went to go see her, mm-hmm. she's goofy as hell. She's not exactly what you listen to or, in the music. Imagine her to but be. then when I started studying her, she would say, well, these are not my life experience. This is just what old, like, I'm around older people, and this is what they talk about, time. Yeah. That's crazy when you're able to You know what I'm saying? It yeah, that. like, it, the whole album, I think everyone could learn from that album. Um, Definitely. I think, like, I was talking to Quan the other day about the Rick Ross album, and I was like, I don't think Rick Ross is, like, the big lyricist, but the thing about him, like, when I listened to his album, I was in New York. And this was not even listened to it. It's just that everywhere I went, I kept hearing... Um, what's the album called again? Um, Rather You Than Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I heard it everywhere from, from stereos from someone's car and it's thumping. The actual album or the sing? The album. Like, yeah. like you hear it for one moment, you go, go call your hand, trap, trap, trap over someone's car, but you yeah. could like feel the bass and feel right, the energy. Right, right. And then in one moment, you're, you're, you're in your cousin's car and you're hearing, uh, oh, I think she liked me. Like, mm-hmm. It's not. It was just the production and like the way how he yes, hears his ear. Makes yes. you feel like you're rich. Yes, and then um, <laughs> what else? Um, that like I, I will definitely um Jay Z's four four four. Um, just by just I think the thing that got me with him is just that with the four 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 is I feel like he's been talking about, it, but I feel like now it's even more real. Is just that he's revealing everything that was hidden. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think that damn album. Mm, um, by yeah. Kendrick, definitely. Really I think Pride was my favorite song out of that album. Mm. Um, what other albums I like? Uh, the the Fab and Jadakiss album wasn't really like I thought it would be, but I like the one song. It's principles involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's definitely something that I believe in every day. They got Prince. some gems on that joint. Yeah, sure. they do. They they definitely drop some stuff. Um, what other albums? Um. You know, little dragon now. Little dragon was a nice. Is a yeah, especially the song sweet. Sweet was I think my favorite song out of Little Dragons. Um, and future, I mean, you know, I've always been a future fan. I'm not really a big fan of the little albums he just had, but the only thing I like about certain stuff is like the song Incredible. Like I could get groovy and dance to that joint. And yeah, I gotta hear it. it, it incredible. <laughs> Like it's swaggy, yeah. but um, uh, and then, like, but no, nah, but through our music, what I realized what I've been doing lately is like in the mornings I'll listen to Jeezy, I'll listen to Jay Z. Depends on how I feel, cause I want something that get me up ready to go to my job. Right. And then like at the gym, I'll listen to QC, the new album, 
or I listen to the Migos album, or I listen to uh, Sa High the Prince. Because the drums Hi, on that album, it'll get you, it get me pumped to do my workout, but it also got me thinking, like, yo, this oh, is yeah. real. Yeah. And um, at like at nighttime, if I'm just like not doing anything, it's straight like you know, Bob Molly, the Junior Kong, or you know, the Sizzle, or just learning other regular artists I never heard before. But word, yeah, that's word. my that's my scene for when it comes to the music. Word, word, word. I can definitely fuck with that. I can definitely fuck. Man. What you fucking with yeah. 2017, Sneak? Uh, I switched it up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I, even, even 2017, I listened to some, I dipped back into some 2016 stuff, you know what I'm saying, that I just didn't give a chance, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's been a good mix, man, but um, it's kind of just going off the feeling I had this past year, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I haven't really been into a lot of, like, the real, like, rap rap. Stuff that I'm normally into You know me I'm normally all about the bars Like the words Word Word The J. Cole Yeah Kendrick you know what I'm saying song. I gave some I gave some different things You know what I'm saying A chance I mean Kendrick of course His album was crazy this year um, Yeah I think his album they, Was probably the most musical album Out of all of them Like right, It, it right. wasn't too rappy It was right. It was the right amount of music The right amount of bars Cause that love That Zach Zach I mean Big Sean's That joint Go for me yeah. uh, Metro Boomin Nah, the one before that. That was still, that was still 2017, right? I think so. I listened to that a lot, man. It was honestly, in January. Yeah, honestly, uh, XXX that 17 oh my gosh. is yeah. bro, like people. Remember, I, I'm talking to you. Remember, I was telling you like last year. Yeah. I'm like, bro, with, like, with, yo, X is I was like, he's talented. His voice is, is, is insane, bro. He has like a crazy and that's what I'm saying. Like that that 17 project that he put out was crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, and it and it really just depends on the person, like what you're going through, what you can relate to. You know what I'm saying? Is what, what's going to really pull you in. I mean, I feel like that album is just like incredible. Even with like Triple X, it was like you know um, what he said about looking in the mirror. He's like, that's what the image of America. Is. Of me is just what mm-hmm. I see in the mirror. Right. Just I'm just a black man, right. you know. And it's like with the untitled, um, what was it? untitled unmastered album? Like that Andrew. album was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Just to be something that was like throwaways, you know. Right. <laughs> you know, right. like with the one I sent you the other day, and it's like just like the topics he speaks of. And I feel like for me, like Kendrick is like top top two, if not top three for me, because. You can listen to, you know, Biggie and Tupac, like, oh, you know, I fuck with him, I fuck with him, whatever, whatever. But it's like, for me, I, for me to see, like, Kendrick, like, progress as an artist, like, personally, like, in my, yeah, my own crazy. life, and, like, to see his success and, like, everything that he's, like, distributed as an artist and, like, the impact he has on society, you know, it's like, he's not just, like, a selfish artist. Like, he, like, really, like, looks out for, you know, everyone from LA, everyone from Compton and, you know, Watts and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it's who he is as an artist. It's like he really, you feel like you can feel his impact. Right. You know, and like for me to witness that at this age, you know, even from going all the way back to Good Kid Mad City and Section 80 and Overly Dedicated, like, and you listen to his, like, content, it's like, this guy is talented. He's talented, yeah, crazy. He's talented. Like, and you know, with J. Cole, it's like. Stories. I you know <laughs> those are things like you listen to J Cole and then the the dollars in your wallet turn into ramen noodles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like that. It's like J Cole is cooler. I fuck with him as an artist, but then you, like you just listen to you like I you know I'm depressed now. You know. Nah, but like, like, when I listen to Kendrick, I don't get that feeling. Depressed, man. Like yeah. Like people like when you looking from the outside, 
it's just like this is depressing. Yeah. But when he's talking to you, it's uplifting. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, cause cause it's like, because it. you stop feeling like you're the only person going through that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But with Kendrick, I don't get that feeling. Like, I, you know, it's like, uh, I also feel like, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Kendrick comes from that personal perspective of life. You know what I mean? Kendrick definitely spits bars. He definitely is like insightful and everything. Mm-hmm. But I think they come from two different worlds. They, 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 it's, yeah, two, it's two different worlds. Right? Not even coming from them, but they rap from two different perspectives. Like one of them raps from like just bars, not so much ego, but like a more of a boastful perspective. And then Kendrick seems to be more personal, personable and just expresses more emotional things. Yeah. I don't think Kendrick is that emotional of a rapper. You know what I mean? He definitely, he definitely speaks about what's real and shit and he definitely like stays to himself, but he doesn't like get caught up in his emotions. Well, you know, one song, like other artists. I've been listening to, the, I think the album I listened to a lot recently of J. Cole was Born Sinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that song, yeah. Trouble. It's oh, been yeah, like always in my song. head, and then also Miss America was a nice, yeah. nice song as well. Yeah. So I like is she gonna pop? Yeah, that's true. But like, I also feel like Kendrick is not even a rapper; he's more of an artist. He's just like. So he's, he's he's like, he's like artist. Like the definition of an artist. He's like yeah. an activist, like you know? he's an artist and activist. Yeah. He's like that's another level. J Cole is too. Yeah. J Cole is too. You know what I mean? Like I mean, don't get me wrong, but they, I feel like J Cole is more of an artist than Ken- Kendrick. You know what I mean? Because oh, he's more yeah. personal. Yeah, I mean? he's more yeah. personal. Like Kendrick is an artist, but Kendrick's yeah. more like an activist. MC. He's more like a speaker. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he yeah. speaks for for a general. For a general public, you know, J. Cole speaks from the heart and he says what right. he what he personally right. experienced, what he personally feels, mm-hmm. what he goes through. And it's not any disregard or it's not any knock to either one of them because they're both extremely talented and they're in their in their own in their own in their own steps. But it's I remember like how you kind of was like, hey, you know what? I can't follow this. <laughs> but Kendrick, like, it's too much for me. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Kendrick and shit be going over my head. Remember, like, sure. the the song I told you to listen to, How Much Dollar Costs? How Much Dollar Costs, yeah. Have you guys listened to that it's one? Just, it's a, it's oh, a, it's a, a butterfly. He's like I feel a black like Eminem to me. Oh, like, yeah. Not, 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 to, yeah. Not, not to that extreme as Eminem goes, but it's like, the, but like the, way listening, like, the way he delivers everything to you, and it's like he's going to talk about, he's going to say things that are going to go over your right. head, kind of. Right. It's like Eminem. Whereas, like with J Cole, like that's obviously my favorite artist mm. because of like you know, what I mean, I feel like I can relate to it. He wasn't the poorest of poor. He wasn't the richest of rich. Mm. I mean, he came up decent. He ain't go the wrong way. He ain't have to sell dope on some crazy shit to get by. And like he just tells his story and he, he lets that be known. Like, this is my story, this is me. He gives you his life experiences. And like me personally, like I you know what I mean, I, I feel like I synced with a lot of the things that he went through. Word. Like I was on the same page with him. Word. And that's what really pulled me in. You know what I mean? Like honestly, like I heard some of his other stuff early on, but it was back in what like 2010, 2011 when uh he, he dropped the Friday Night Lights and just literally every song Yo. start to finish on that joint, like I understood, like I felt it, you know what I'm saying, and that's what really brought me into, you know what I'm saying, to to the whole J Cole thing. That Friday Night Show was, it was fire, crazy. one of the best, one of classic mixtapes, classic mixtape. But what were you, you going to say about bars going overhead though with Kendrick? My bad. I remember? No, nah, I was going to say just about like you know how much that would cost and like this is the whole context of that song. It was so crazy. I don't to think me. That, I don't think that song and was his rapping. Sorry, go ahead. No, you said you don't think his song was what? I don't think that was one of his rappier songs where bars are going over his head. I think that song is more no, 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 not more at all. I know? mean, I feel like just in general, like just stuff he says, you know, like 
even in that song, he's like, you know, I hopped on my car, I as big as my tumble. Like, my tumble's 7'2". Kendrick is 5'5". Five, five. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Right, it's like, right. but if you don't really sit and think about it, and it's like, you know, he's talking about getting out of his car, feeling that big. Exactly. You know, it's like, so it's like, the money has really, like, set himself to really feel that high of himself. You know, to where he feels like he's as big as the guy that's 7'2", and he's 5'5". Five, five. That's you know real what I mean? poetry. That's real poetry. Right. But it's like... Right. Literally listening to that song, even the end, like especially with that the dude from the Isley Brothers coming in, you know, <laughs> it's like you just want to shed a tear. <laughs> For sure, yeah, man. For, I, I definitely feel what you mean, but I think on another note, like a lot of his shit could be just too. Or in the past, yeah. a lot of his stuff was just. Too rappy, too many words, too many, too many metaphors for niggas no, to like to, really to keep up. But he's been damn. like this since the beginning. Yeah, right. But damn though, damn was like oh, balance. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. A balance. Yeah. It was like it was music, that. but he was still yeah. speaking. It was easier for people was, to comprehend. Yeah, you can yeah. still follow, and there's still bars. You know what I'm saying? Like he was still in there. you're still, he was still si- you're still being witty. You're still being creative yeah. and intellectual, but people can follow and people yeah. can yeah. enjoy it. It's you like you doing you doing both for people because there's some people that are going to listen to everything you say. It's like there's some people that are only going to listen to how they're going to follow the beat. And the feeling and yeah, the vibes the and shit. It's like he Tech Nine. Like you don't. A lot of people don't listen to Tech Nine because he's a rappy ass nigga. Like right, he right, clearly got the bars. Right. He clearly even Eminem. Like I don't listen to Eminem. He's a rappy ass nigga. Like that nigga doesn't make good music. That nigga just raps. He raps his ass off. It's like if you feel it, you're gonna go through. If you're going through, you're I'm going sorry. Through. The Eminem show was fire. The album was. See, I'm not that huge. Like, I was a huge like yeah, Eminem like cool. freestyle fan. Yeah, like, like, I love <laughs> Eminem's freestyles. I love like hearing him. I love hearing. That's Eminem the only freestyle. album I like of his. So everything else I wasn't. But the Eminem show, yeah. Eminem freestyle like excites me when it comes to rap and hip hop. Cleaning out my nigga, closet, man. Can, yeah, that's a good. Like he makes he makes definitely some very heartfelt joints, but. I don't know. I think we're saying no. Like if, you mom, if you hate your mom, if you hate your mom, fuck with him. This is you know the thing is, I want to kill your baby. The thing mom. is, <laughs> he's the type of nigga. I used to ride in the car, listen to the song with my mom, and she even liked it. Yeah. Dog. It was like she was like, "Wow!" Like he put he he could write, he could rap stuff that make you like picture what he went through. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stan is the Stan. best song Ooh. to me. To me, yeah, Stan buddy. is the best song ever. That song was like storytellers. Anything with the story, I love. Like my that favorite song biggest got a story to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nas, Nas was the best storyteller. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, let's like jump back on, on Kendrick real quick. Hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. like with Keisha's song, that's like mm-hmm. probably my favorite Kendrick because it's like it literally painted a picture. And bro, like when you can listen to music and you haven't gone through that thing, mm-hmm. and they can make you right, you feel they can that. grab you in that moment and make you feel like you went through it. That's what makes someone special to me, bro. Man, like, that album was amazing. Spiteful chant, yeah. like I was. And the one about you, like J Cole. Cause he huh? that That's all the why time. I love J. Cole bro. I gotta change my lip moment Of 2017 Kid Cudi concert <laughs> <laughs> I got the shirt on right just, now Just <laughs> like Just this conversation Just made me realize Like Kid Cudi is like My fucking like Twin idol. My twin soul Not my idol Not my idol I don't look up to him bro Like I feel him bro Like Kid Cudi is so like level. Kid Cudi is like The same person as me bro so Like Now when he like Announced like his depression And everything Like I was just like Heartbroken you know, because I feel like when he did that post, hey, but you know what's yeah. crazy? You see that trend? No, every artist raps about being depressed now. Like not not every artist, but like, oh no, that's what I was talking about with them. I was like, people just like fetishize being depressed look, now. People looked at him like it was crazy when he came out, but then now it's just like 
Like it's crazy because cause you were hip to Cuddy like first. Like this nigga was listening yeah. to Cuddy and, like, I remember. like freshman year, like <laughs> sophomore year, this nigga was on Cuddy and I didn't really get it. Like even like Kanye and shit. Like I never was on that shit. Bro, but I, Kanye came out with 808s and Heartbreak. Kid Cuddy came out with Indicud. Like I, I don't know if I just was going I finally went through it to feel it or what. Even Eminem, like you look at like him and Wayne, like all their best work, like these people were like drugged out of their minds. Or just going through something, you know? Yeah. And then they, they get sober, like, man, this thing is trash. <laughs> that's, the thing, that's the thing. Artists, yeah. comedians, actors, they all went through something and that's Hurt. what made them great. Yeah. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, for example, you just say 808 Heartbreak, Kanye lost his mom. Right. That's, that's when it changed. And then it, it, ugh. Damn, Man. bro, that's a good point, bro. You know what I'm saying? And look at Eminem, like, clean out my closet. That was some hard that shit. But guess song. what? Like, they was going through it, bro. Yeah. Even, like, artists, like, pain, like, I remember yeah. in school when I had art class, most of the kids in my art class, they had some issues, yeah, huh? But yeah, they yeah. knew how to work <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah. pen. Right, You know yeah. what I'm saying? To so, express all that frustration. And poetry, all, all of them. Like, you had to go through something I guess to that make can, you express that way, yourself that way. That can be real motivational for the people that do go through that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like... The strongest people go through the hardest shit, you know? Most definitely. Right. Most definitely. I feel like that's why I do psychology. Even going back to X, I think that's why I like his music so much, bro, because he's like... You can, you tell, can tell he goes he's himself. I don't like the shit that he puts on like social media and all of that. Yeah, that's like, crazy. You're doing the most. What's up with the eyebrows, like, bro? How do you feel yes. with the eyebrows? I mean, you gonna bro. shave your eyebrows, I'm not, bro? I'm not rocking. <laughs> X, 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 X. I'm not gonna, rocking. Are you gonna oh. join the cult? All his, <laughs> his music, bro. Like I don't. Anyone that puts anything out, that I feel like, bro. Like you remember back in the day. I used to listen to all the alternative music and all that, like from the jump. Because yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we'll be yeah, talking about yeah. things that I like feel. And, like people right. look at me like, "Oh, you a weirdo?" But yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm "Nah, you definitely <laughs> always like, listen to the different shit." And then now, just seeing how much it's come into the hip hop, like extension scene. Like I, I like his name it, is you right. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. Word. I do feel like what you were saying, Gabby. People are pushing that whole depression thing out because right. it's like there's people that are really depressed, and right. when everyone is out here like claiming it, it's like I'm depressed. You're just like another person, so you can't really get the help that you need because yeah. depression is a real thing, man. Like, Especially amongst like the black community, the African community, it's like this thing is like just brushed off the shoulder. Like you gonna be I like yeah. you know get over it. Relax. It gets, it gets you know? better. Like depression ain't real. Like if they feel like I mean? they don't yeah. take it seriously, and you know then you have these people that are just on drugs and they're alcoholics and like oh what's wrong with this person like get your life together but it's like this person's not gonna get their life together because they don't have a support system behind them to to do the right things and to have the right tools to get themselves together you know so that's why I really feel for people that just like go through it and they may make bad choices and you know lead a, like the wrong life but it's like I feel like there's a reason behind all of this there's a reason why they're choosing to be this way because they don't have any other way to cope you know so, and they don't have the people behind them to really support them and help them move past it then this is just what they're gonna be right. you know so you can't point a finger at somebody but then it's like what are you even doing to help them right. besides judging them you yeah. know I like that you brought up that whole support system thing man because I feel like that is like the number one key factor to a person's development from a child from a baby until you're an adult you know what I mean your support system that's like that's your biggest factor on how who you're gonna grow into being is your support system like what do you have around you you will be who you were around yeah you know like what's developing you what's teaching you what's right exactly even even just like people's behavior in general you know it's like 
a lot of people are like, oh, you know, you're weird or this this guy's a weirdo. It's like, you know, first of all, what even classifies what's normal right. amongst, right. you know, the right. human race? Right. And then it's like, you got to think about literally everyone grew up in a different house, mm-hmm. being told a different thing mm-hmm. as they grew up. Not you know, so it's like, yeah. yeah, so it's like, how can you just judge this person about how they choose to behave? It's like, because everyone has a different life, to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, you have to just be understanding. Like, look, we came from different parts of life, but hey. You got to be opening to learning. Exactly. Just, like, not close everything off. Everything, like, people just, like, label anything to be different as weird. Hey, bro. You know? It's like, that's not normal. That's not a way to really think, you know, or... And what, what was it so? They they fear what they can't conquer, hate what they don't understand. Yeah, or... And what was your open name like, again? You're labeled as dismissive, like... You're crazy. He said it. He, he got the knowledge from one of the older rappers. I can't Tupac. remember who it was. It was like Pac Pac and Nas. He didn't say it. He was like Pac and Nas. He was like Pac and Nas. but he was like, look, keep doing what you're doing because people yeah. fear what they can't conquer and they exactly. hate what they don't understand. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a fact. Yeah. Have y'all seen that video? I'm not racist. The Joey and Lucas so stupid Honestly Honestly When I first seen it though I'm not gonna lie Like I liked it Like I I appreciated it Because he was just like He was just pushing the question and And the thought forward Like he just He's trying to do What Kendrick and J. Cole Are doing Saying like he might have had, he might have not had The best delivery Or he might have not had I can't bang with his music bro Nigga, like, I'm not listening to this shit in my headphones. Nah, like it's, there's, nothing to, there's nothing to listen to. He's just telling stories. That's he's right. not even a rapper. Right. He's just literally like telling stories and like like trying to push an idea. It I don't, I don't, consider, I, I don't even consider him a rapper. I feel like he's yeah. a messenger. He's like he's mm-hmm. like he's it not sounds even, like a like, J Cole to, track, but bigger. Like he's not. I feel like he's not sure. trying to make music. I feel like he's really just trying to say things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he's just trying to spread Kendrick. awareness. He's just trying to like. Kendrick, I don't know. I think Ken, I feel like Kendrick and J Cole both are trying to have a musical thing. Like they have music in mind. I think Joyner right. Lucas has nothing but a message in mind. Mm-hmm. I think he doesn't have any. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think it. he has any desi- desire to learn an instrument. I don't think right. he has any desire to like yeah. tune his vocals. I think he just wants to say some stuff right. and, then, right. and more power right. to him because right. not a lot of people are, are bold enough or, or right. are willing to to say the shit he's right. he's saying. Man, like, but and he's talented and, and no, he definitely in his own. In his it own takes form. a lot to be able to do that yeah I think um it's not easy a lot of um there are a lot of things that you can tie together um and reading like with the Kendrick song the how much dollar cost um I was able to tie that into this book have you heard of Toni Morrison mm-hmm. she's a an author she wrote a book pretty much based in like the 1800s um 1900s and then there was another um, author that wrote a book based in, like, the 1900s, like, the 80s, 70s, something like that. Anywho, basically, like, they all had different books. Like, there was two books, and then there was the Kendrick song, but it's like they all have, like, the same message mm. about black people in America and how America or how the money influences black people in this country um, and how it kind of like determines the decisions they make and how 
they can be used as puppets in society. Was one of those books the one with the devil on the street, like living at the end of the street? Yeah, yeah, yeah the end of the hill. Yeah. And everyone wanted to get closer to where he was at because that was like the ultimate success, the ultimate power, the ultimate wealth. But they didn't realize they were getting closer to the devil. Right, and everyone's like, oh, you know, we all have to move into Linden Hills. Like, this is the spot. Like, you know, like everyone's like glorifying being here, but it's like, you gotta think, like, what is so special about being in this place? You know, and then what's so special about getting to this guy who's literally like at the same level as a cemetery, like mm-hmm. right next to a cemetery. But that was like the image of wealth and ultimate success mm-hmm. is being close to him. And then that reminded me of people getting into Hollywood. Like, oh, you know, we got to get into Hollywood. But it's like you don't know what's really going on, like behind closed doors in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. You don't know the real truth behind what's here. Getting rich, period. That's yeah, like, exactly. That's like the greatest meta- that was like when you told me that story. I felt like, man, that was the greatest metaphor. So I feel like you need rich. to read because a lot of things are like right in front of you. So Linden Hills by Gloria Naylor is a great book to read. Big up. Um, also, um, Song of Solomon by Toni Morrison, and then uh, Tiny Hesse Coates. Have you guys heard of him? Mm-mm. He talks about he was at a. Um, a big um, event. I don't know what it was for, to be honest, but one of the girls in the crowd, they asked him, it was a white girl. She's like, um, I don't know how to feel <laughs> because um, I have a lot of white friends and they don't want to say the N-word and I don't know how to react or I don't know what to say to them. Like, how come, like, you know, what should I do when my white friends want to say the N-word? And he basically goes into a conversation about how you know gay guys might refer to each other as fag or women will refer to each other as bitch but it's like it's not a place for you to tag in and be like hey you know i'm gonna call you a bitch too he was talking about how his wife and her friends will call each other bitches but he would never be like all right let me go ahead and join in and start saying this like they'll use a derogatory term as like you know an ironic type of situation to address each other it's like it's the same thing as the word nigga, like, why would you want to even chime in and, and join in to pull the best out of the night? Right, and it's like, situation. and he said it's actually a good thing because white people can get an idea of how it is to be as a black person to have mm. all this in front of you, you don't have access to it. And now that you don't, you have this one word that you don't have access to, like, how do you feel? You know, this is what it is to be black every day. All these people doing all these things that you can't even do because you're black. God, you know, that's just deep. That's crazy. So, I never heard it put like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that was a layer. Like you get that a little a, taste of how levels, it is to be black because you have all these things in front of you. People wow. can do this, they can do that, but you can't do it because you're black. But you still want to do it, anyway. right? Wow. Don't worry, I'm gonna link y'all. <laughs> and you know what's crazy like honestly like I've been a person that like I grew up with like Vegas yeah and mm-hmm. then I come in here like I grew up with like a lot of white people too and mm-hmm. it honestly. It might be bad on me on my part, but it doesn't really bother me when mm-hmm. people say like "nigga." Oh, I don't really? care. I just don't it have a care. It about doesn't. It. it doesn't bother me. I notice mm-hmm. it, but I don't care. Like I can, I'll notice it, but it's like, yeah, why care? Like if I hear someone using it like excessively, because like honestly, with white females, it does bother me. Because like, I I hear a lot of white females do it. Yeah, more, more yeah. than more than, more than white guys. Like, real nigga. More like, than white guys because they know it's going to be less of a consequence. For sure. Right. For sure. For just sure. where we're at because. Yeah. The black dudes out here like white women right. so much right. that they let it go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like to me, it doesn't it, it doesn't bother when my white people be like, "Yo, my nigga," like, like I don't get offensive because 
with us, the way I grew up, I'm like, we kind of use it as like, yo, my nigga, like, thing, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yo, my mans. Yeah, right. It's kind of just part of our speech now, which isn't good. Even like, bruh. Like, for real, for real, we shouldn't be calling everybody we see, hey, bro, hey, yeah. bro, hey, bro, hey, my bro. My mom was saying the same thing. Because it's like, really, like... You're not my brother. You're not, yeah, you know what I mean? You're not my, you know, my brother, my bro. We're really... So we shouldn't really be saying that. And I never got hip to it until my brother really was like, you calling this guy your bro? Like, or is he your brother? <laughs> like, guy. is he really... Yeah, you know, and I was like, whoa, maybe you're right. I shouldn't do that. But it's like, it's just part of, like, speech that is kind of, like, adapted. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like with music, you know, like, you know, it's all in the music. But, like, I've been to parties where, like, they play a little Wayne and, like, the white girls will don't know the words of the song. They'll just be like, eh, 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 nigga, eh, eh, nigga. But, like, the thing is, is like, um, they don't know the words. But it's like that one Gucci song, man, fuck them niggas. They don't know any anything else, but they know when the niggas about to come up. But the one thing, I mean, I don't take, I hear it a lot. I hear it a lot. I don't take offensive to it, but then also it just makes me judge their character a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Makes you wonder what they do behind yeah, I think closed that's doors. It. I think that's it, it. It will push you away. Yeah. If you feel someone doing it like, ah, you're doing too much. And not only that, I feel like some people like to test their toes because like, I went to a little get-together last weekend and like I saw some people I ain't seen in high school since. And like, I don't know, they just started saying, oh, what them niggas doing over there? And I look. And the thing <laughs> is, I look, but then like, and then the next person next to them will be like, I don't know what them niggas doing. And like, so the thing is, they'll, 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 they'll connect, they'll communicate with each other talking about nigga, nigga, nigga. And then they, then once they're done, they look at me to see what my reaction. Right, so that's and that's why I'm just like, that's different. Oh, I feel like sometimes it's unnecessary. Yeah. But like, for example, like Dave Chappelle said, like the worst thing to do is listen to a white person sing a rap song because like they can't sing the whole song. Mm-hmm. And some people, they're so like attached to like, the music and even the culture that they want to feel that you know what I'm saying and but now like I said I don't I mean I I don't like it I mean I don't like it but I don't get too pissed off at it but it does make me be like well what makes you feel comfortable to say that around me and not only that like I'll peep and they look for my reaction to see what am I going to do so if I don't say something that makes them feel comfortable to continue saying it and if I do who knows what would happen? But that's what is expected. I feel like that's different. Oh my bad, bro. Go ahead. No, you good. Go I feel like it's different too. Like how you were saying it, because they weren't like your close friends. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like we, I don't want to name drop, but you yeah. know what I mean? Like the kids that we grew up with. You know what I'm saying? Like you know who the kids that were yeah. around us when us black kids were saying that to them, because this is what we say to each other. It's part of our speech now. Yeah. So when we're saying, "Nigga, nah, hey, my nigga, hey, my nigga, Joe, come here," you know what I'm saying? We're saying that to them. They say it back to us, and we're just not thinking. Because, like, we're thinking, like, it's not even, like... Of course, anybody that says, I don't see color is we lying. We mean it all different. Any, anyone that says, I don't see color, they're lying. Like, my nigga, clearly you look different than I do. Right. But, you know what I'm saying? We we grew up, like, look, we all people. You know what I'm saying? You my boy, you my boy. So, it's like, yo, my nigga, I'm saying this to you. I'm not going to expect you. I can't say this to you and not have you not say it back to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, like, how we talk to kids about, like... Why 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 are you saying why are you calling your friend a bitch ass nigga? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like why are you why are you calling your boy? Hey you wait what a bitch? Hey bitch, give me that. Hey puss. Why are you saying that to your boy? Because then when <laughs> your boy says that to someone, you know what I'm saying? Someone calls your boy that, 
another nigga hears him say that, he might call your boy a bitch, mm-hmm. thinking it's cool because you do it. No, it's like your like, relationship is different, and I feel like that's kind of like yeah, the word it's, nigga. It's completely different. I feel like it's kind of like the word nigga. Like me and you might be cool with our men's that we grew up with saying nigga, but then another nigga outside of that calls me a nigga, and it's like. Cause he thought he, he Yeah thought he, was he okay. thinks it's cool Cause mm-hmm. he hears it You know what I'm saying Yeah the ones That I'm not really friends with I'll just be like Yeah you guys looking For a reaction And you guys right. wanna see How comfortable you could be Around me But it's If you're too comfortable It's an issue there my friend Cause right. like I mean I never really heard Any of these, any of these things Until I moved to Virginia For real mm-hmm. Like I used to hear Like everyone call All Hispanic people Mexicans mm-hmm. And stuff like that But in my head I'm like yo I know Puerto Ricans I know Venezuelans <laughs> I just knew More than just Mexico yeah. But anyway Yeah man Like I don't really Trip about it But it does make me Know who they are And how comfortable They want to be Part of the culture And whatever the case Might be Have you guys had to Tell anyone not to say it? Yeah I, I had to tell one of my friends, like, oh, this year? yeah, I, th- I yeah, definitely. Um, I had to, I had to tell one of my friends the same thing. I was like, look, like, and it got deep too. She, like, you know, it really got deep. I was just like, look, like, I know you're not trying to like say offend me or anything like this, but I'll let you know now. If you want to hang out with me, you can't be saying it because. I I know people that's waiting for someone like you say to say shit, it, yeah. and I can't I can't defend you. Word. You know what I'm saying? So like, you don't hear me walk around calling you cracker, whatever the case yeah. might be, yeah. just because I know that I don't know who if you feel that way or whatever, whatever the case might be. But then like it got to a point where like that person was very quiet for a minute. But then they apologized and was like, yo, I'm not trying to offend you. And they also talked about because of the music. They're such a big fan of hip hop. You know, <laughs> it's such a big fan of hip hop. But, but that's what I'm saying. Once again, it's part of them trying to be part of the culture. Yeah. To be honest with you, like, I mean, yeah, man, I, I told them, but at the end of the day, I can't really knock them because we say it too. Yeah. That's kind of like with the old. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like if you address and like this person, like as a like, oh my nigga, like and it's a white person or it's an Arab person, Spanish, like of course they're gonna feel like, all right, we're in bed, you know, I can go ahead and chime in, but I'm not gonna address a white person or anyone that's not black as my nigga. True. No, like I'm only gonna refer to like. Someone that's gonna be my color, or like, it's gonna be black. Yeah, not only that, I'm not gonna talk to someone. I'm guilty of that. I don't do that because I feel like I don't want to make them feel like they're comfortable enough to be in that position. You know what I mean? Like, no, you are not my nigga. You are Julie, you are Jackie, you are Becky, whoever you are. No, like my manager was saying the same thing to to me the other day, or today actually, again. He was telling me how I need to stop saying that at work. And I'm like, yo, and this is a black dude telling me this. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, but I hear other people say it, but I think he's just warning me, telling me don't do it because people are saying it. And I think what it is is that I think I, I, I think I started it because there's this dude that I work with. He's black and white, but he was raised by a white family. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Know and I've been kind of like throwing hints at him because he's always like yeah, yeah. throwing hints at me, telling me, oh, Marcel, like you're not like every average black guy I know. But I'm like, yo, dude, you're black. Where? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what are you talking black. about? But yeah, so like when he starts saying that stuff, I would be like, I'll be like, yo, you nigga too. You know what I'm saying? I'll be saying stuff like that, and he he was like, yo, like he tell me to stop, but <laughs> everyone else he won't say nothing to. But with me, he'll be like, yo, you stop. So anyway, 
Because you really kicking that. But that's different because he's black. Right. I'm talking about people who are not black. But still, not, even even people that like don't even know who they are. Because this dude right. I'm talking about, he doesn't even label himself black, and he's his mom is black. He says it. His mom is black. But then sometimes I I know that. But then like sometimes I think about it. it it's like back to what we said. Like we don't know what people really went through when right. they were younger. Growing up, you know what I'm saying, like. We all know an individual that was adopted from a white family, but then sometimes you, you don't. They come to this point where they don't really know who they are, so they want to yeah. get close to something darker than them. Right? You dig what I'm saying? So, um, just like with this dude, this dude do not label himself black whatsoever, and then he comes to me telling me, like he sounds like a white person talking about you're not like an average black guy. Like what? Yeah. Like, Such a different name. But that. But that's what they were saying about Kaepernick because they, you know, Kaepernick was like raised in a white family. Like, oh, you know, he was raised with all these white people. So, you know, this movement he's with is like try to claim like he's like his movement is fake or he's not like yeah, genuine. But but then, you know, who, like, but who else do you expect to talk about it? Right, it's like someone he's who's, with who's all these who, white people. He's not gonna embrace his black. That's just like that's just like when they used to say it back in like Jamaica all. Oh, um, uptown and, and downtown. Downtown's a poor. Uptown's a, is a rich. They used to like um, criticize Protege because he's born uptown. But he's like, yo, who else do you want want to talk about it? Someone from uptown talking about the ghetto, of course. Right. But anyway, yeah, she's like that. Right. Makes sense. We got deep. We got deep. We got deep for a second. Definitely. <laughs> All right, last segment. Last, uh, yeah, last segment is uh, pretty much like question of 2017. What question do you want answered in 2018? Just not like any random question. Just like anything, like anything you're trying to figure out, either whether it's like personal goals, purposes, whatever it may be. Like what, what do you want answered in 2018? What are you going to do to change your outcome? Personally, like looking outside of your circumstances and blaming other people for where you are or how your life is, what are you going to do to change your outcome? Right, right. Even I mean, I ask myself this, you know, not just for other people, but right. for myself. Right, this is a question for yourself. That right. You right, like what are you going to do to make sure that you reach your full potential Definitely. and you become, you know, the best person that you can be? Definitely. What do you think could help you stay motivated to stay on top of that type of stuff? I think a big thing is, like, making lists, you know, every day. And I think a lot of times where I think about this stuff is, like, the end of the month or the end of the week where I'm like, all right, you know, the month has ended. What have I done so far? End of the year? Yeah, even end of the year. You know, just really, like, writing things out. Because I feel like when you actually have a plan, like, and you write it, it helps you keep track of what you're trying to do. Definitely. Yeah, when you, you know? hit me a few months ago and you were saying how crazy it is to live life without any goals, I can tell at that point you really, like, had, a, had a conniption. Like, what An epiphany. Yeah, like, what the hell am I doing <laughs> like, right now? I was like, 2017 is over and what have I done, you know? <laughs> right, right. So, it, I feel like it's important to really just write things down, yeah. you know, keep yourself accountable yeah, of what definitely. you have planned Facts. so you can really be like, all right, check this off the list. And, and then... It helps to build your confidence. That's what my, one of my friends good. told me. He's yeah. like, because I feel like you'll keep it in your head too. Yeah, because like, I'll have goals that like are in my head, but it's like I'm not thinking about them because it's just yeah. like I want to do this. I it's just so in many. space, There's you so know. 
already like I want to do this, but when you have them on paper, like this yeah. is an actual like this is what I'm going like, to do. Have to do this, and you make sure you get it done. Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's what I was just talking about with somebody too. Like with like the car that I have now in the apartment and shit. Like those are literally things that I wrote down and I was able to cross them off. Like there's there's still things on that same list that I haven't crossed off yet. Mm-hmm. But you're the fact crossing. that I did cross yeah, some stuff crossing. off on that list was like it's, it's a game changer. Yeah. So I try to do that so, shit every day, so like, like small tasks to big tasks. You know what I'm saying? Just write them down, cross them off when you can. That shit like changes everything. Most definitely. That's love. That's that's for me. So you got a you got a question? You got anything you want to answer? 2018. Um, how are you gonna? How am I gonna free my mind and build a force field? A force okay. field. Like mm. Neo in the Matrix. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to duck bullets. I just stop them. So, what, so what, are you, what are you protecting right. yourself from? Myself and just the energy around me and just like um, the illusion and the lies mm. and also just um like like I was just looking at my I was just looking at my social like I was just looking at this and I'm just like once again like just stuff like that that I see that just disappoints me and yeah just um once again why I mean sometimes not even why no more to be honest with you sometimes I don't even worry about why no more mm-hmm. I just worry about what the fuck am I what am I gonna do. Mm-hmm. Cause like I, I was about to say Why do people this Why do people that But fuck that You know Just don't think about why I feel like sometimes When I think about why I'm wasting my time I need to just focus on What am I gonna do Right So that's what I mean By like you know How am I gonna free my mind And build my force field Cause like A lot of why My question is Is what, has, what people are doing To me And what people are doing to others Yeah mm-hmm. But fuck that Why shit Just focus on me And how am I gonna change that right. So Exactly Yeah Exactly yeah. I hear that bro Word, word, word. Definitely hear that. What about you, Snake? Uh, honestly, I got two. My, my, I got two questions. You know what I'm saying? One is going to be the who and where. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. like who? Who am I really? You know what I mean? Who am I? I got to figure out who I am. Yeah. And then once I figure out who I am, I got to figure out where I want to go. Yeah. So those are my two questions. You know what I'm saying? Because it's hard. It's hard when you're being a person for multiple different people. Right. So you can figure out yourself, like, who you really are and where you want to be. Mm-hmm. That's when you get to the success that we were talking about. Earlier. Yeah. So I feel like that's it. Another good point, kind of piggybacking off what he said, that I realized this year is, like, just, like, being selfish. You know, it's like, you know, sometimes like someone can text you, someone can call you or you feel like you have an obligation to certain people, certain things. And it's like you don't have you don't need to text this person back until you're ready. You don't need to call them right. back until you're ready. Right. You don't need to feel like you right. have to always like accommodate other people. Right. Like always like right. think of yourself, like your inner peace first. You know, like, that's super important. Word, you know, right. cause I feel people, I gotta text them back, I gotta call them. Back. You know, I was like, no, you don't need to. Yeah. That's why I'm so until you feel like phone. it. Remember, I just told you, know? you the other. I just told y'all what was it yesterday? Today, I was yeah. like, yo, it was today. I was like, yo, I'm horrible with my phone now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's not like, important. I was like, I neglect my phone now because yeah. I get so tired of people taking from me. Yeah, it's like, like just take the time so, to yourself. Every time someone's hitting me up, it's usually asking. It's normally asking for something, so it's like taken from me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's like Like with us We got a group chat You know what I'm saying We just grow from it Yeah But I even let it get to the point Where people were demanding So much from me That I don't even look at my phone When it rains Yeah so I hear my phone go off And I don't I just use my phone purposely I mean I said purposely Goddamn <laughs> Solely for the purpose Of 
to reach out to people. Yeah. So my phone rings. I don't want to be that person when my phone rings. I don't even look. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be that person. Right. I don't want to be the person that it gets to a point where I get so overwhelmed that I shut down from everything. Yeah. And that's what I, I catch myself doing that. Yeah. So it's like now, you know what I mean? I just want to find too. a balance. Back yeah. To one of y'all were saying that earlier, finding a balance. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. Yeah, man. I feel like I mean honestly I, I salute you I applaud you and I'm happy that you're you're taking the step and really finding who you are and what yeah, makes man. you happy and what you want to be in this world yeah, big up don't let anything that's set you back so you big know up, big up even if someone's like you know what that's not gonna make you money you know how many times like I told people I'm studying psychology like oh well you know <laughs> you're not gonna make that much money you know <laughs> it's like don't let things like that set you back you know just think about what's gonna really gonna make you happy you know most definitely. Most definitely. Good advice, man. Yeah, How about you, bro? Appreciate that. Solid advice. Honestly, I don't really know what what specific questions I have for real. For real. Honestly, my questions are probably going to be way too depressing. It's real. Nah. Just in general, though, it's just kind of like a combination of what all you guys said. Just a matter of like how long it's going to take to. Um, being more confident in knowing who I am, being more confident in my purpose and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like finding that, discovering that, and, and building confidence in that. Confidence in that. Yeah. Um. I don't know, and I guess like outside of that, there's no really other any other question because like if you get the answers, then I, it kind of takes away the meaning of life. So. Everything yeah. else you kind of <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's like a, a journey like the whole purpose of life is kind of to discover this stuff as we go it is so a it is a my biggest question I guess is just like just like the process like how long is this process of of discovering self and how long is it going to take to be completely confident in self and, and making making your purpose actually come into reality right yeah. I mean, but you know, you have you have the support system behind you, and it's the biggest thing, man. a lot of things behind you to kind of help you get to where you're trying to go. So, like that's very important to have like encouragement, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's for sure too. That's for sure too. You'll get there for sure. For sure, though. For sure. Well, I guess it's a wrap. We can wrap this up. Fire pop. Most definitely. Fire pop podcast. Ready for bed. January 1st, 2018. New Year, new us. Number one. Number one. The first podcast of millions. Of millions. Million dollars. Diamonds. 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 All right, well, I guess last time we just introduce or just say our names, who we are again. This was yeah. Remy Supreme. Yeah. SFOG Benji. Gabzilla. Marcel. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Fire Pop Podcast. Over and out. Hey, one time, one time. It's lit. Blah. Blah. Scooter. Truth.
When they kill my nigga Snoop, I see my young nigga in the casket. Ain't even had no blood in him. Probably the reason why I keep taking these drugs. We got no patience for these motherfuckers. Fuck nigga. I watch everybody change. They thought I lost it. But now they all busting UEs. It's gonna cost me. I seen Chino shut the casket on the coffin. Killed his only big brother and we lost him. So I'ma hold it down to Yahweh. We been at the clip for ballin'. I just wanna see my niggas flossin'. Honey bears every time I walk in. If you keep it trillin', get a blessing for it. Blessing for it. D Dan in the trenches with that Western on me. My mama, she can't sleep. I come in early mornings. But mama, I got 30 and it's 30, 40. And you have been for they give me shut up, prize, shut up, prize. Use the bread and frame and noodles, turn on. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the Flyer Population Podcast. If you made it this far, we can't say enough how much it means for you to take out your time to tune in. Again, please let us know what you think. And if you enjoyed the conversation, please like, share, and spread the word about us. This is your host, Remy Supreme, and this is the end of episode one of the Flyer Population Podcast. When they came, my nigga, I seen the footage on the tape. Man, I must have threw up everything I ever ate. Man, I know he got some dice at the heaven gates. Kicking shit with all these bitches like he Kevin Gates. Relax your mind and kick your feet, man. Selling dog food, trying to feed my pups. Young rich nigga, and I'm being for tough. And I'm going through stuff, I don't feel no love. I shook your body and you still ain't gone. Taking perkins, man, I feel my gun. Fed walking and you still my gun. I'm gone. I won't see my brother with the panic, not the static. Gucci rabbit toe up, got retarded with my daddy. All this single bread, bought a bleed, bought a casket. Perkins got me focused, I done noticed all the damages. I don't see no purpose in the counties. I was just lost so many niggas, I went crazy, I couldn't balance it. Take questions, oh, yeah, yeah, challenges. Sipping on these activists, that's why I gotta manage it. SRT the challenges, make that work do acrobatics, flip accurate. And I'm leaning like a project pedestal. I'm a boss, I ain't never need a manager. Got rich with no scandals, hey. Fuck it, we bomb. Yeah, all the soldiers we lost. Yeah, fuck it, we bomb. Got a rolling and a protecting in my bed. She just got a nose job and it went that bad. I was just.